0: Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six-foot farther. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leo. She because she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time everywhere I go. And even in my dreams, I can scheme a way to make her mine. Because I know she's living fat. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball. So how am I going to compete with that? Because when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be quick. And in some cases, never put it off. So I just lean up on the wall. But sit up in the
1: bleachers with the rest of the girls who came to watch. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the 24 Down Podcast. Can you believe it? we are nine episodes in already? Uh, this podcast is taken off more than uh, I imagined. I'm really happy about it. Uh, I know we've got at least five or six guests. That are kind of on deck right now. So there's quite a few episodes coming up, but today's gonna be a pretty special episode. Um, we've got a, a guest that uh, I spent a good chunk of uh, my first few years at Valley Forge hanging out with. Yeah. Um, I, I've also got Francis in here, he's gonna be co hosting with me. So. Francis and I would like to welcome Junior to the 24 yeah. Down podcast.
0: Dude. What's going on, fellas? Man, I miss you guys, man. You guys look good, sexy.
2: Don't lie. Don't lie.
0: A- <laughs> <laughs> right, I have to say, you really aren't that sexy. but Francis has a nice little bun on his uh, beard. I told him I was trying to grow my beard just like his. You,
3: you're getting some length on there. It's looking Again, pretty good. Not, I
0: mean, I'm not at that bun stage. Look like at my little bun. <laughs> Francis, it's very tiny. I try to get a bun like Francis, but I, I, I'm not at that bun stage yet. <laughs> but yeah man i'm excited brother i'm excited to be with both you guys and just talk through and catch up
1: awesome well we're gonna we're gonna start this podcast just like we've started every other podcast so we're gonna give junior the uh the green light to kind of go and talk about what the, you know what has happened post valley forge and his life and and what's been going on so you catch everybody up so go ahead junior
0: yeah man i thought i'd kind of uh rewind back a little bit more so instead of starting from after valley forge i thought maybe i'd kind of start back when i started valley forge um not to be a long biography or nothing but, but just because uh, there's some stuff i'll tie in later but yeah man i started valley forge vfcc two four down in 2006 and the hat and i and then my brother we started at the same year man same semester around the same time and then like francis or like uh hat mentioned that's how we kind of got connected and and we, we went through classes together and lunch and so we we started doing a lot of things together right off the bat um, because we were both and both new but i think my first year i was actually rooming with my brother and then I actually i thought it was like man I, I thought i had room with him a whole year and and like i had room with you the second year but, like, I had to go back and put timelines together. I'm like, I don't remember what happened. And, brother, I ended up going, staying with my brother for the first semester. And then I room with you the second semester. And then when I was going through the timeline, I'm like, I only was on the floor full time at Valley Forge for one year, which was that 2006 year. I guess 2006 to 2007. Like, 2007, 2008, 2009, I graduated in 2010. I was a commuter. And I'm like, what? I like All the memories I have and all the different things I was putting together, I'm like, I felt like I was there for four years, like on the floor with you guys. But yeah, man, funny enough, I was only there for one year. Um, and what happened was my family had actually taken a couple of trips down to Florida. I think before, before I started college, uh, my sister was living down there in Orlando. And when I did my first, I went to VFCC, I was a psych major. And my goal was to try to do something in like counseling, work with that youth risk or at risk youth. Um, and, and so that's what I wanted to do. My brother and I both came up from like an urban area and we uh, worked with, we were in our, our youth group a lot. And I think we both just wanted to work with teens. And so uh, I actually ended up, after my first year at Valley Forge, I actually took a trip to Florida, I think with my parents. And with talking with Dr. Caruso, who was one of the psych professors, I actually ended up applying to Southeastern University in Florida. I don't mm-hmm. know how, like how many people knew that or not, but I actually went there. It was like the summer or spring of 2007. And I went, and, and my dad and my mom came with me, and they were starting to make plans to like move down to Florida, um, and my dad was excited about it, and, and they had an occupational therapy Program at Mm Southeastern University, which was something I really wanted to do, and I'm like, man, it was tough to leave like two four down. It was tough to leave like PA because I've never really been anywhere else but PA in New Jersey, and so it was hard to leave, you know, up Northeast here. And then, but I ended up applying and I got accepted, and I took a trip. I think it was like the summer of two thousand seven. I took a trip down to Florida, and my dad had told me like, hey, man, like the cost that it is for room and board just get an apartment, so this way when we come visit you guys, we'll come and we'll, we'll stay with you guys, we'll hang with you guys, you know, I'll stay with you, I'll, I'll, I'll visit your sister. So I ended up, the day I was going to, my sister and I and her husband, we drove down to, uh, to south near Southeast, and, and I was going to actually put a deposit down on, a, uh, on the apartment, and on the drive there was actually when we got a call from my brother and my mom, um in two thousand seven in the summer that my dad had actually been in a, a work related accident and that they were going to the hospital and everything to see how he's doing and and my sister and I were like, oh my God, he got in that uh because he did construction, so it was labor and you know, all types of things could happen. We heard we heard horror stories in the past. Like one of my dad's coworkers in the past had like was like crushed by a truck. Like he was like somebody wasn't paying attention. He got crushed by a truck. And so we knew the dangers of construction and stuff like that. And then, so we thought, though, he had, like, broken a leg, broken an arm, whatever, something like that, you know? Never would have thought, man. My brother gave us a call back and said, listen, like, I want to let you guys know that dad was actually a hero. He actually ended up saving someone's life and pushing someone's life out of the way and and pushing them out of danger. Um, But unfortunately, he didn't make it. Brother, like, when he said those words, like, he didn't make it, like, I, bro, I like I froze I, like I was in a twilight zone my sister started freaking out and we were in a car we We're all it was myself my sister her husband and my little niece who was like one or two at the time she's yelling and I was in the passenger seat no I was driving and my brother and I was in the passenger seat and she's like pushing him like out of car like I need to get out I need to get out and we we're on a highway when like and we were he was on speakerphone and we just like lost it man and We had pulled over. My sister and I and my brother-in-law were like on the side of the road, man, like crying on our knees. Like it was like the most bizarre thing. And I'll probably get more about my dad's story like later on in the podcast. But man, it was such a hard time to go through. Um, And that was actually, again, that was in 2007 after my first year of the FCC. And I was excited to go Southeastern and try something different, try a new, like, go through like a, uh, occupational therapy, and we went to Florida and had so much fun down there. Um, but then after my dad passed, man, I, I, I couldn't do it. And, uh, you know, and I know Kindler had mentioned on his podcast, like, like I came down back to PA for my dad's funeral. That was like in June, and that's when I actually reconnected with a lot of you guys because you guys came to my dad's funeral, man. And it, you guys have no idea how much that, that helped my brother and I get through that crazy season, man. And um, and with all that said, I, I went back to Florida and I felt so empty. I, I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm sorry, I, I apologize to my sister because I said, man, I want to stay here with you, but I needed to make sure that mom was okay. My brother was still up here, but we had to make sure she was all right. And it was a long marriage for them to go through and just to lose your wife like or your husband like that is I can't even fathom man. And so So I came back to PA, and then, um, and then I actually ended up, I don't even know why I was trying to think why uh, but I think I know why, but I don't know why, but I, you know, for instance, though, like I ended up instead of coming back to campus on 2007, I think I might've taken this semester off maybe, but instead of coming back to two, four down and living on campus, I ended up getting an apartment anyway. Um, and my dad, my dad's job had actually helped us financially with our school, man, with everything that happened. And I actually ended up, living in Drexel Hill which was like 45 minutes away from Phoenixville and I was like trying to think about like why did I pick Drexel Hill like why was I so far away and I, I could not remember for the life of me um but I'm wondering if it's so so after my dad had passed away I was back here in PA and it was a tough time to go through and I actually when I came back up here one of the girls that I, had, I knew in high school had reached out to me and, and we started connecting, and. Um, and and had you guys, I mean, you guys met her, Jen and stuff, and, and she was actually a couple years younger than I was, and, and we actually started talking, and kind of started dating, and she kind of, like, I thought she was feeling bored, you know, like, I felt so lonely, so I I instantly, like, attached myself to her and stuff, and, and, uh, man, I think it was just a few months later, like, three months later, four months, something like that, we got hitched, like, we, like, I decided, like, everybody told me, like, don't do it, man. You're going through, like, a life event. Like, you know, you hear that all the time. Don't make, like, life decisions when you go through a big storm or something. And, and I, I uh, it was crazy. It, it was a rough time, man. Like, that relationship, I don't even call it a relationship. relationship That fling or whatever it was, like, we were at each other's throats the whole time. We were, like, it was a toxic relationship, man. And, and like, everything that like Big Daddy was talking about and Matias was talking about on their podcast, man, like really resonated with me because, you know, again, a lot of people might not know, but I was in that, I guess, I don't even want to call it a marriage, but I was in that relationship for like a, I think it was a year, a year and a half. And with as much toxic as it was and all the fighting we did, it was like a WWE match, bro. We were like Royal Rumble, like, like, and now, apartment brother, stuff. or flip the table, like cursing, like it, were, it. Like I didn't know who I was. I would like look at the mirror afterwards, and I'm like, "Who am I, man?" And I think I was just dealing with so much with my dad, you know, and stuff that I never got addressed, and and it was ugly. Um, long story short, man, we separated. Um, couldn't be in that in that environment anymore, and and, and, and we actually uh, separated We got divorced. Um, it was like 2008 or something like that. And, uh, you know, and, and she moved back to, to my hometown in PA. I stayed up in, in Drexel Hill. And then my brother, I think, actually started, uh, but anyway, but, but what Matias, I want to say what Matthias and Big Daddy, man, what you guys had mentioned, man, um, that was a low point in my life. Like, my dad, losing my, my dad was hurtful, man. I was down, but I had a lot of people there to, like, encourage me and, and you guys to encourage me and my church family. And... And I had all the good memories and my dad was someone who was always positive. So we had so much good memories about him. I was able to go through life and, you know, do what I needed to do. And, and I would just, uh, so we were able to move forward because of the way that my dad was and, and, and who he was and, and his faith, you know, he used to always say you can go outside and get hit by a bug. Like he used to always say, you always have to be ready. So we knew my dad and his strong faith and, and we know he was in heaven. We know he'll be in heaven. Um, but going through that divorce was, was probably the biggest, one of the hardest, darkest time of my life. Because, um, like, I I was so embarrassed, man. I was so ashamed. I had like I felt like I had that stamp on me of like a Christian who who got divorced, and you know how that is in the Bible. And 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 I was and I grew up in the church, and I was involved in the church, and I did worship, and and my pastor, who I grew up with, was the one that did the whole event, and, like. You know, it was so embarrassing for me to have to walk through that and go through that. And one of the things that, that you had talked about with Matias, man, uh, was when Matias was talking about his whole thing with Sardé and, and how he felt embarrassed that, you know, like, you guys weren't going to want to, you know, want him back or talk to him or kind of, you know, have a space with him or, you know, push him to the side, whatever. Like, I never felt that man with 2 far Down. Like, I felt there were other people and I felt that. But it was like 2-4 Down that, like, help me get through that situation man because I never felt judged like with my brothers like I never had branches mm-hmm. were like one of the fellas that I, I spent the most time with Yugi and and my brother and and you guys were the ones that helped me get through everything man like and I can't thank you guys enough for that because uh like it was dark man like I remember my brother coming once like he actually stayed with me after we I separated with this girl he and Amber actually stayed with me because uh he had started at Church of the Savior, and he was actually going to start his youth ministry at Church of the Savior. And so they stayed with me for a couple months, and they helped me like move forward. And then they actually got a place in KOP. And while I was at uh, while I was at Drexel Hill, when they left, like I kind of like got lonely again. And I remember like I'm a kind of a clean person. Like if you walk through my house, like my shirts are organized, my shoes are organized, like I'm, everything's. clean, bathrooms are clean. Like I'm kind of a clean freak. Like I got so messy. I was like, I, I don't know if you remember how it's like when you came into Drexel Hill, there was a little like, like a workout complex and there was a little Chinese restaurant. I don't know if you remember that. But like I was working at Chipotle at the time when like I was living in Drexel Hill. So I got this big belly here. Was that- <laughs> 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 but I started eating at Chipotle. But every time I'd come home, I'd stop at that Chinese place and I would eat Chinese food like every single day, bro. And then, like, but I was, like, starting to leave my containers out, and I was getting slapped. I was, like, getting, I was, like, a hoarder, man, the way. Like, and I had one of those doors in my apartment where people would throw the mail in. And I would never pick up my mail. I didn't need the magazines. I would step right over it. And I remember my brother, because he had stayed with me, but then moved out, he had a key to my apartment. And this son of a gun, like, one day when I was home, like, just surprised me out of nowhere. And I remember, like, sitting there with, like, the door. And like thinking like I have a freaking intruder in my house like I'm about to die and like getting something to get ready to like go to Rumble man but it was my brother and he actually uh, he actually like saw the mess and like I remember Amber telling me a couple of years after he said you know he after he left he like sat in the car and cried like because he knew that I was so down man. And uh, months later, they actually asked me to come move with them in KOP. And I couldn't leave because I think I had the lease or something in the apartment. I finally was able to move with them. And so they got me through that rough time too, man, living with them in KOP. So I I can't thank them enough um, for getting me through that. Um, What what was say? So I guess afterwards, so like 2010 was when I graduated. I did my, um, I did my, and so that's what I, I did afterwards I actually worked with their charter school in Philadelphia for a while Um, and then like long story short man I started um, I worked at Matham House too after a couple years I moved on to Matham House um, and I actually worked like kind of with Matias it was a detention center but it was a detention center with teenagers that were male sex offenders and they had like sex offenders like man these were some kids who had some problems man they like offenders against their like younger sisters and their family members and it. but uh i ended up doing like bible studies there and i, I had a counseling position that I was helping them go through the grieving stages and helping the families and uh but it was tough because it was like overnight stuff and so that was kind of hard to be overnight it was like 45 minutes i would do overnight a lot of times too sometimes because it was a detention center and like, I would wake up the next morning stuck in traffic. <laughs> I was, like, half asleep, like, falling asleep in traffic, like, about to get in an accident. And then I ended up, we were at, like, Chester Springs Church, and someone at that church was like, hey, why don't you come work for me? I'm a manager. at a like, optician um, uh, at an optical place. And I'm like, like, I had never wore glasses in my life. I had no, no idea about, like, glasses or anything. But I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and, so, and so I started doing that for a little bit. Um, but it was like all salesy though like I never knew how much like it was all sales and how much glasses like one pair of freaking glasses cost like three four hundred dollars it's crazy um so I was like man this is an injustice and plus I was like all commission and I'm like this is great I mean, you need Jesus bro how are you going to a Christian church you're selling four hundred dollar glasses so, <laughs> so I was like you need Jesus but uh but yeah so I only did that for a little bit man but Tansen was cool his name was Tansen, like Tori's but it was like Tansen. but um he uh I love that dude, but I had to get out of there because it was like commission and I was making like no money. And then I actually ended up, uh, I think in 2000, and when was it? I think it was in like 2013 or something was when, yeah, it was, or 2010. I actually met Sandra. So Sandra, my wife said like, that's when I met Sandra. And we, uh, Sandra actually went to Valley Forge Christian College, uh, but I didn't know her at the campus. Like we actually had mutual friends afterwards um, that we got connected through and everything and um and she uh my her started dating her man and she was absolutely the love of my life uh man she got me through a situation i knew i wasn't going to get into a deep relationship or or married you know through everything that i went through um and at that time she actually ended up she was living in new jersey i was living in pa she applied for a job at valley forge christian college and she actually um she started working at financial aid office, and she loved it, man. She did a great job. And then we started dating, and we got married in, like, 2013, man. And, and it's been a blessing ever since. Uh, we have two kids. We have little Isabella, um, who's three years old. Hat met her, Uncle Hat. Uh, Francis, you didn't meet her yet, right?
3: Uh, I, I met Mike's kids, uh, like Josh's
0: coronation. My kids are way better than <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so much well behave better looking everything <laughs> but uh, yeah but it's like we have one Isabella who's three years old and then we have Lucy who's um who's how old is she <laughs> she's one years old <laughs> yeah, so and uh yeah and we went through a couple miscarriages too man throughout the you know before Isabella and before Luciana which was crazy um and, and that we got through but and now I'm working at, in 2013, I started working at Almac, which is a pharmaceutical company. Uh, we do like clinical trials and things like that. And it's not something I really enjoyed, but it's like a corporate job that actually finally gave me like the salary I needed to like provide for my family. So I've been there since 2013. I've been there like seven years and I'm there now, man. And so, and so that's what I've been doing. Sandra, throughout the years, we've been involved in some ministry and, and like worship and youth ministry, but we were never like actual youth pastors. Um, anything like that Um, but we just volunteered and supported wherever we could Um, but yeah man now I'm living in New Jersey that was like in 2016 we actually moved to New Jersey but we're like 20 minutes from the beach like Belmar Beach and 30 minutes from Point Pleasant and then um, but yeah and so now we've been just remodeling this house like Majewski says he's little by little trying to go through his house the same thing I'm four years into this house project and I finally am like 90% 90% done with the upstairs after four years, like upstairs only. And this house has like, if you ever see, man, it has popcorn ceiling everywhere. Every single inch of this house is popcorn ceiling. I will not, like. I will buy a house that foundation is falling as long as it doesn't have popcorn ceiling. Like, <laughs> it's such a that'll escape that thing, man. But we did the same thing, like when Jessica was talking, like we, we ripped the carpets out, we put new hardwood floors down, we scraped popcorn ceiling, we painted, like, we modeled everything, man, and finally, we're almost getting to the downstairs, finally, but it's been a long road, but, yeah, man, so, kind of a little, because, like, high summary, kind of, not really high, that was, like, 30 minutes, no, (laughs) (laughs) but, yeah, summary of, like, what we've been through, man, but, yeah, so that's the life of Roberto Jr. Vieira, brother.
1: Nice, well, there's a, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, uh, you you brought up so many things, and, and there was a lot of things that uh, I could definitely touch on, and I'm sure there's things that Francis wants to touch on as well. Um, but before before I touch on anything else, um, I, there's there's one thing I definitely want to say, and I know that um, I know that your kids may listen to this, so uh, I, I I'm going to do something for them in this case. But man, I love you brother
0: <laughs> wait what did you say <laughs> wait, i heard the beat part but i forgot that how to hear the part after
1: <laughs> oh i said i love you brother
0: oh brother like <laughs> that's a freaking awesome button <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i mean there dude that is such a powerful powerful story and, and i don't know if like i don't know if it's because of like like maybe i feel more powerful because like you and I are so connected and like we were so close, but I don't think so. I like, think, I think it just is a super powerful story, man. And I can't tell you how proud I am of you uh, for where you are today and, and how far along you've come. Um, I, one thing off the top of my head, just a, a little funny thought that I thought of when you you talked about how clean you are. and And I, I mean, I remember that. I have no idea how you lived with me for a semester. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, another, another, I guess another thing I wanted to talk about too, and, and I won't go too long because I want Francis to go ahead and, and give his thoughts too, um, was two different connections that I wanted to bring up. Cause like you said, you were only on campus for a semester or for a year. Yeah, yeah like, like in the grand scheme of things, that's not that long, but dude, like I was so, so so connected to you and in that one year period like i mean i i lived with ryan frizzell my first semester and i don't remember exactly what happened like um something it wasn't like a bad thing but i think like we just kind of wanted to switch things up and i don't remember who mike your brother i don't remember who he went to live with Maybe, I think he actually went to live with Ryan. I think we just switched.
0: It might've been. Yeah. Because I uh, don't think he was doing the apartment with Francis or anything. Or that. I, I do
3: remember living with Mike uh, at one point for a semester or two, maybe, but I
1: don't remember. That was, that either. was near the end. Cause I lived with you guys too. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think that first year, I think all we did was we just switched me and Mike. So Mike lived with right. Ryan and I lived with yeah. you, but literally, so it was one year and, the connection that we had in that short amount of time it 's still like i mean it 's I consider you one of my absolute best friends that i 've ever had in my entire life, Thank like you. hands down you know um, but the other like the other connection, and this is crazy too, is like like I felt like when when your dad passed away, man, like that hit me hard too um not not obviously nowhere near as much as it hit you and your brother. Like I had met him at that point, like I'd met him a few times. I, right. I can't, I can't, you know, recall how many times, but like, like that's powerful too, that, that I only met him a few times, you know, maybe yeah. five, six times throughout a year, whatever it was. I don't, it could have been more who knows? but it was like, man, like that in, and, and it shows the character of your dad to like that. He, and so that's like you and I, like how close we are. Yeah. And I know, like, I don't mean this in any negative way, but like not everybody on the floor was as close as you and I were. There were some people that were as close as you and I were, but not everybody. But again, like how many people came to your dad's funeral shows again, like how awesome of a guy he is, how how he was. And, and I mean, I can't say enough good things about your dad. Like he, 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 he had a huge impact on my life. Just the (laughs) brief little, you know, time that I knew him. Um, and, and that's crazy. And, and it's your, it's your family. It's your family as a whole. I mean, yeah, cause Mike's the same way. Like, you, like I've talked on this podcast before when I got to school, when I got to Valley Forge, you know, I came a little bit early cause I think you had to be there that Monday yeah. and I just wanted to get there. So I think I showed up. I don't remember if it was a Friday night or Saturday before that Monday. Maybe it was yeah. even Tuesday that you had to show, whatever. It was a few days before I had to be there, but I was like antsy. And I was like, oh, I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> Literally, I walk in. Um, Donovan was our ARA, and he came and greeted me because he knew that I was coming at that time or whatever. And I'm pretty sure that the only people on the floor at the time were me, you, Mike, and Donovan, and that was it. I and really so,
2: remember
1: that. So, like, we were, we were thrown into, like hey cuz you guys it was your first year like you guys, like you said and we were thrown into this like hey we're all new but like it wasn't the fact that we were all new like there was something special and we just clicked yeah man and it lasted and and uh you and i we went we had a we had a little facetime or or whatever a few months ago yeah. uh just catching up and stuff like that man and i could yeah. say the same about you and your brother like it doesn't matter if i don't talk to you guys for uh, a month or six years or however long like your guys bond uh, is so strong to this date no matter how much time has passed and i, I just wanted to bring that up because i thought it was important to share the the connection between us and the connection between you and your dad um I, i'm just rambling on now so i'll, I'll let francis <laughs> or you can you can respond to that and then we'll let francis go too
0: so I'll, I'll tell you what, just one quick thing, but like, man, man, you guys, you guys are definitely my brother. I mean, we, we always considered it our triplet and, you know, we put, we put Francis and, and Yugi in there and what are they, what are you, quintuplets, quintuplets, I don't even know, what <laughs> but, you know, like, man, you guys, you were in my wedding, I was in my wedding, uh, Francis was in my wedding, Yugi, I love you, I do, I really do love you, Yugi, <laughs> I do love you. Even Tim raging because even when I was at Binksville after Valley Forge, I actually hung out with Tim a lot. He and I got really close. And he was actually in my wedding, too. So, I mean, I had three people in my wedding from two four down. Like, half of, like, my groomsmen, I feel like. Um, I'm pretty sure that was it. But um, I also wanted to mention, man, like, yeah, man, I loved Rhythm in the Hat, man. Like, I actually brought my iPad, and I was trying to charge it. This is my iPad from, from <laughs> it's not iPad, iPod. From um, college, and Hat downloaded like so much music on here that I had like plain white tees. Um, he might have put some Chiodos on here. He might have put like, I like, he put me on so much music that I would never listen to before, man. And it, like, I tried to charge it, but the freaking thing will charge. But um, one thing I wanted to mention that about living with Hat was funny was that I don't know if Hat remembers, but you used to sometimes when you used to go to sleep, you used to like, like wiggle your feet to put yourself to sleep. or I don't know if you still do that or that, but like he used to just like jiggle his feet. Like I remember sometimes coming in when if he was in bed already, like he was laying down like on his stomach, jiggling his feet or I don't know, Buddha mentioned about somebody doing something else, moving the bed. So I hope that's what he was doing. I hope that's what you're doing. But uh, I actually, to this day, Funny enough, bro, I remember sleeping in bed, like, feeling the wiggle, and I actually think it, like, cradled me to sleep. <laughs> and so, like, now, like, sometimes I'm in bed, and I'm, like, moving my feet, and stuff was like, you're shaking the bed. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. Then I'm, like, going to sleep, I'm shaking my legs. Like, you're doing it again. Like, stop. <laughs> like, I
2: think it's Hat's fault. He put it in me.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, those were good, good, good times, brother, man. I, I really love both of you guys. And. Both you guys are my true brother, man, and and like you said, it doesn't matter if it's a month, a few months, whatever, like when we connect, man, it's just like just like right where we picked up, like everyone kept saying, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean this is this is like (laughs) I'll like I'll I'll pull the curtain back here like and and no offense to any anybody else, but like this is so far this is the closest I've come to crying during any of the uh, podcasts. (laughs) That's
0: why I wore my hat like this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But Francis, you got you got anything you wanna yeah, I mean, uh,
3: I, I didn't want to like get too repetitive here, but I did want to say a couple of things about your dad and, and how I w- my brother and I were, were able to build even a small relationship with him because uh, we grew up in the same area as you guys. So we were always at your house and stuff like that. Yeah, and one story came to mind when we were, I forget what car it was. It was a junkie car. I think it was the car Dean broke the handle off of because it was
0: frozen. freaking. Gene, you still owe me for that. <laughs> I still have a lawsuit against him for that.
3: Uh, but, uh, I remember we were like putting speakers in your car or something like that the one yeah. time, and we were like, it was late at night, and we were blaring them, and you were like playing like Christian rap music, and it was like real heavy bass. Uh,
2: yeah.
3: I remember your dad coming out and just being like, "What is with the boom boom? Why, 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 why the boom boom? Why, why do you like this?" And we're just like. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> but I just remember being at your house all the time, and your dad was such a, such a good dude. He was always very inviting. He was Thanks, never judgmental. Man. He loved everyone. I, I immediately felt a connection with him, and we and were able to let it grow before he passed. And, and uh, it was an honor to be there at his funeral with you guys and your family. So,
0: Listen, man, you guys, you would never know how much that meant, man. I remember seeing, like, I literally see it like, like I remember seeing Baldwin. I remember seeing Francis. I remember Kinder was there from of Yugi. Um, Hat, were you there? Or were you in Michigan at that time?
1: I think I was in Michigan at
0: the time. I think you were in Michigan. Like I was trying to remember if Hat was there, but I was like, it was summer. I'm sure you were in Michigan, but I know you would have been there, man. If, if it was you, for you were here, and um, and I was trying to remember if there was anybody else. I, I'm trying to remember so many people, man. But like Francis, do you remember anybody else like Kinder? I know Balwin, Yugi.
3: Yeah, there was a couple of people. Who who were there? Um, I don't remember the exact names, but I do remember grouping up with them, um, like beforehand, and and kind of going over like how we need we really wanted to focus on on lifting your spirits at this time where like it was just morning. and I remember. We went to like a local place. It might've even been like McDonald's or something afterwards, but it was just like 10 of us. You and Mike were there. All of us were there and we were just like BSing like it was a cafeteria in college. Yeah. And you guys were just, I just remember like, that's
0: what we needed.
3: Man. Yeah. I just remember seeing you and Mike laugh and being like, this is what he needs. So we're just going to continue. So we were there for like hours and just hanging out in like a McDonald's network around the corner or something. And and it was awesome. I just remember having so much fun. And you guys left like with big smiles on your faces with like with lifted hearts and stuff. And we loved it.
1: Well, and, and, and who has, who has a more contagious laugh than Mike and Judy? Like, honestly,
3: <laughs> maybe you have, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Big daddy would put it in there for the other
3: This is a little overwhelming, but yeah. He,
2: he competition.
3: But uh, yeah, I did have one other question based on what you said. Um, so Sandra was your, your current wife. She she went to the school when we were there, right?
0: Like, yeah, she was there when we were there.
3: So uh, this flashes me back to Andrew Kindler. Uh, I'm cl- close with him, and he was talking about how Nancy used to go to school when we were there and she thought we were like bad people, that we were sleeping <laughs> around and drinking and smoking and breaking all the rules, which some of those things may have occurred. <laughs> I believe well, I the fifth. But she thought ha, has, we were ha, like... has
0: all tattoos on his head.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, so she, she, I thought at one point that we were like genuinely bad people. Did Sandra also think that?
0: So, Sandra and I joke all the time until now. Sandra was just like when Kendra was talking about Nancy, like, that's exactly how Sandra was. Like, Sandra was in the choir. She, like, was, uh followed the rules to the T. Like, she she might have even made up some of the rules, for goodness sake. Like, <laughs> like, she, uh, but she's such a sweetheart, man. But she used to always say that she always remembers us being so loud and rowdy. And, like, she's like, I remember, like, your brother, because she was a youth ministry major, too. She said, your brother was so loud. I remember you coming to the cafeteria and, like, yelling with everyone. And you're two four down guys. And I'm like, yeah, well. I remember your booty girl that's what I remember but like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean your duty your duty, <laughs> duty. to the <be> choir <laughs> to choir into Valley Forge but uh brother she was um no she she never said we were she just always said we were rowdy and like um we were loud and I don't think she ever said anything like you know that we were like you know smoking and drinking nothing like that we were but she was always like I follow the rules. Why do you always break the rules? Like, why do you guys break rules? like, even now, today, she tells me that. Even my three-year-old tells me that. She just, that just said something, and I'm like getting scolded by everybody at home. <laughs> but like, but no, man. But uh no, yeah, we didn't even know each other until after college. And I remember seeing her I actually. I made mean, that joke about choir, but I actually remember seeing her like in choir and singing it and like thinking, that girl that like, good. And then um. But I actually never really talked to her before and, until after
3: the Yeah, that was the same for Kindler. But I know that she probably she didn't obviously didn't see any of that happening. But I'm sure that there was like rumors and stuff going around, oh, that sure. co- uh, like saying that we're doing all this stuff, which we weren't. So I was just wondering if Sandra like heard those rumors or was able to judge for herself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so. Uh, let me clear a few things up, real quick. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> at least my first year, if not first year and a half or two, I was good. I didn't do anything, and we all went downhill. So let me. <laughs> um, the other thing, though, like with the rumors, I mean, dude, when, and we could get into this a little bit. Um, when we got suspended, and I'm only going to get into a little bit because there's part of it that I want to get into it, but when we got uh, not us three when me and Rizzo <laughs> and James and some of the girls got suspended um, which that story will be covered in full detail in my episode um, the, the rumors that went around then for that was insane and like we turned ourselves in and said here's what actually happened but the rumors that came out of it were oh there was a 200 plus pr- like Rave party on the back of campus, and the cops got called. There was a there was a rumor that we were like falling over at the bar, and Don Meyer walked in on us because he wanted to check to see if any students were in the bar, and he sees us like he sees us in the bar, like stumbling, like just crazy rumors. So I I can't imagine the rumors that happened ab- about us during the the extent of our existence, but in all honestly, like. Probably rightfully so because we were loud, we were obnoxious, we to to anybody outside of the twenty four down bubble, like I think it's justified for them to hate us or think <laughs> negative things, you know? And it, not not because we actually did anything, but we were over the top. So Yeah. She I just
0: mean, remembers us being loud and rowdy all the time, man. And she definitely knew we were probably rule breakers for sure. I mean and she uh but yeah, man, I. She never told me. She never mentioned anything about like stories she she heard about two four down, and she just remembers us always being together, sitting at the same table. She used to always tell me that, and uh, but yeah, but she just there was definitely a good a good two shoe when she was at Valley Point. She, she still is, man, and that's what I need. I need balance in my life. She balances <laughs> me out, like like when I went where like you know when you have a dog. And like you come home and the dog's like jumping up and down and like like, that's how my brother and I are when we see each other and that's how we are when like we see you guys like we get by you guys and we get like hyper man we get like and then like I come back my wife's like you need to relax and come back. And then like I remember our first Zoom session like we started at like eight o'clock nine o'clock and we went to like midnight or something, one o'clock or something like that. And she's like, I could not sleep at all. And I'm like, You gotta blame hat. It was <laughs> all hat. <laughs> I always blame hat. I was like, blame
2: hat. No
1: one else, just hat. Yeah, hey, I will I will always this is this is for the two of you and for everybody listening. If you ever need a scapegoat, I will always take the blame. I'm fine with that. Like <laughs> enough of enough of your wives know the trouble that I became later on, so I'm good with But it. she
0: didn't say anything because when you and I caught up, we we did, we did that FaceTime after the Zoom, like the day after, or whatever, and to catch up. And and I'm like, "This is Sandra." She's like, "Hi hat." I'm like, "Yeah, you don't say anything now, right?" <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, and even when I was listening to these podcasts, man, like just like Big Daddy said, like I would be like listening, and I would have my headphones, and I would like start laughing, like when I was listening, to, like everyone, man, that is every single podcast, man, I'm just cracking up, like. And she would, like, wake up, like, baby, waking me up. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, like, it just, I love these podcasts, man. Catching up and hearing everybody's stories is it's awesome. Man. It really is.
1: Nice. Well, I mean, there's, dude, this is, I, I'm literally, I'm having the time of my life right now. Like,
0: oh, you're me, brother.
1: <laughs> and I, I, dude, like, selfishly, like, I, like, I, I feel bad in a way because, like, I get to, be involved in every single podcast so like I get I get to hear it first and everything like that but man I I'm so like I'm so happy that this is a thing right now and that this is seemingly continuing um because this is I think this is really especially the way the world is right now like this is so needed this is such a escape for an hour hour and a half two hours whatever it is a week it's just a great escape you get to jog your memory of just awesome, awesome times back in college. And I mean, there's there's a lot of it that um, I really, really feel, and I, I've hinted at this a little bit. So here's another wink, wink, hint, hint. Like, there's a lot of this that I think is really, really leading to a 2021
0: yeah, reunion. Yeah, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Um, It was going to happen this year, and I'm in, in hindsight, I'm kind of glad it didn't because... I don't know the response prior to the podcast. No, I wasn't I'm certain
3: involved. a lot of people wouldn't have been interested, especially con- uh, with the conditions of things. So right. I mean, it wouldn't have had a big turnout and it would have been kind of disappointing, but
1: yeah. So, so I'm glad this podcast is here because I think it's getting us all in that nostalgia phase. And we're like ready. Absolutely. Like tell me this, tell me this reunion is going to be in, beijing china and guess what i'm gonna i'm gonna fly 30 some hours to be- like i don't care where it is i'm gonna be there and i feel like a lot of i feel like a lot of people feel the same obviously yeah, i think
3: the people. podcast is going to help with that especially it's going to start jogging some memories and people are going to be like man i miss these people and then it's going to be like we're gonna be you know 30 40 weeks into this podcast and then people are gonna be like dude I have to see this person we're going to this
0: uh, reunion and I'm hoping maybe we can make it out at Valley Forge yeah, dude I, I thought my wife is like pregnant like if you're like nine months pregnant <laughs> like we're gonna hire like an on call doctor to run, come with us we're going to that reunion brother, and he she will deliver you in the middle of that, that reunion. <laughs> and
1: if it's a boy you will... Will be the uncle if, <laughs> if it's a not. boy if it's a boy you will name that boy a hat.
0: all right
2: well
1: let's uh let's transition into some uh some questions i'm gonna let i'm gonna let francis take over here and go through some of these questions we got quite a few questions junior i know you've seen most of them um yeah i I think there's a few surprises in here that you probably didn't see but okay let francis take it over
3: all right so this one is from rick he says junior i start off apologizing for not getting to know you better I knew your brother more but I also moved out of 24 down shortly after you guys got there I always liked your hair looking like Rico Suave (laughs) do you still have the luscious locks your brother was pretty wild and crazy you seem to be more reserved is that something that always was or did that happen over time what is your favorite big daddy moment if you've had one
0: Oh man, Big Daddy! Man, I loved your podcast, brother. I think I'm, I'm gonna later on. I want to do a quick like run through of all the eight podcasts before me and like do a quick synopsis. But man, I laugh so much at Big Daddy's. Man, Big Daddy, you are. I mean, it's not just you. I was like I said, and like we talked. I was only on the floor for one year, so that's probably why we didn't connect as much. But as for my hair, you know, it, it, it's not oh. as long as it used
2: to be. Where'd but, it go? Like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait.
0: I still gel it every day. Let me get some water so it looks good for the camera. So you know I still, uh, like I still gel my hair. I got like more of a baby frohawk I guess going like more like big dad. guys like, like a baby frohawk. But, yeah man, but uh it's Put not as long, on. but I still gel it so it's still like luscious and glimmering I guess. But yeah man, but uh, I I keep wearing a hat now so I might be going bald a little bit. But, Welcome but to uh, Yeah man, uh no, but I don't have the long hair anymore, but it's still a little, I would say it's still luscious, I guess. I would, I would hope so. But <laughs> um, what was the, the second question? The second was, one uh, was, uh,
3: you seem more reserved. Is that something that always was, or did it happen over
1: time?
0: I was more, I am very Why are you taking a no? <laughs> no, hold on.
1: Hold on. I want to interrupt real quick. Like, okay. Are you more reserved than Mike? Technically, sure. But like, You are not reserved. I don't care. (laughs) Like, like you, you must've had big daddy fooled here. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i think so you i about? think I, I i know kind of what he's talking about because you can seem reserved but once you like get comfortable with someone which is very quickly it's like over the top it's like way more than it needs to be <laughs> yeah and and not in a bad way at no, all not at all
0: <laughs> i'm an angel i don't know what you talking about that, that dude over there my brother i don't know what the freak is wrong with him but, uh, no, but I, I have always been like a little more reserved like I like to be more like funny enough. <laughs> funny enough, I like actually to be like behind the scenes. Like, I am an extrovert. I love to connect with people. But my brother has like, he's always like, I sometimes think like he got drunk off my mom's like breast milk or something. Like, he's like, <laughs> like that got him so like chemically imbalanced or something. Like, <laughs> because like he is wild, man. Like, and he has a perfect personality for like youth ministry and and to put himself out there and you know youth and kids they dig it up man they they love to connect with them and now always has been i have been a little more quieter um i do like i said man i'm like a dog when i get by you guys i guess like excited and i get down like sandra always like i feel like she has to give me like one of like um majeski's like insulin shots when i get home Like <laughs> Majeski, i love you brother <laughs> but like I should use it as a roast thing that you were talking about, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, so I have always been a little more reserved, but um, yeah, that's always been the case, man, even through middle school, high school, uh, he's always been reserved, but yeah, there's something wrong with that dude, I love him, but he's chemically imbalanced.
3: <laughs> and the last one was, uh, what's your favorite big daddy moment, if you had one?
0: Oh, man, brother, I would have to say it has to be like that ladder, like, slamming hat from the ladder in the middle of the like i'm not gonna lie <laughs> no, I can't watch it. i'm not gonna lie like i had asked buddha that question on his podcast and i had asked big daddy and it was absolutely to antagonize hat <laughs> like i still have the video but like i love seeing big daddy slam hat to the ground no, I mean. <laughs> but no uh it has to be to big Daddy's laugh man like Anytime big daddy laughed, man, it's so contagious. Like, and I always think he has like a, he has, yeah, I think he has two types of laughs, man. He has like one, like low gut, like whole, whole kind of Santa Claus laugh. Like when it's like, I think when it's like immediate moderate joke that he's laughing at. And then when he's like really laughing, it's like higher pitch. Like I have to get, I'm going to text it and send it. You do an awesome job on these podcasts, brother. There was a time. there was like, I don't know, it was like 17 seconds, 37 seconds, and I rewinded it like 10 times because of Big Daddy's laugh because he had said something and then you rebutted with like rebelled with something. You were like, you like, and you stumbled just a little bit. Like, you never stumbled in the pocket, but you were like, you hit like hammer or the uh, nails on the hammer, uh, like, and then all of a sudden, Big Daddy just started laughing. Like, I don't know, because he was just thinking about that moment or whatever, but I repeated that, brother, like, 10 times because of his laugh, like, he's so contagious. Um, I always say anytime Big Daddy was laughing, man. Now, I, I would also say, um, I think I remember seeing him one uh, of the football, like, lay people out when he was, like, playing football and laying people out. And, like, for the fact that he was on our team and we were cheering for him, like, it made it that much better. Like, if he was on the opposite team, it was like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. But that, he really, like, <laughs> he really slammed that player. But, no, but seeing him, like, slam people, that was pretty cool, man. That was,
3: that was pretty exciting. But so say, hat hat you are
0: awesome, it. and I can't wait to the <laughs> reunion and get to know
3: him even better. But yeah, man. Sweet. So how you want the second question?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, so this this will, and you've you've touched on a lot of this. Um, this is a question from Baldwin. Uh, um, and he just wanted to know. Um, it's about your dad and everything like that. But specifically. He talks about um, how you and your brother walked through that situation, and you guys did it with so much grace, dignity, and respectability. And he said he always admired that about you guys. Um, and I guess I think what he's trying to get at is like, how were you able to to do that? How were you able to uh, walk through that with grace and dignity and respectability?
0: Man, without a doubt, it was. It has to be with with you know God's grace, our faith. And it has to be, without a doubt, man, when I look back and I, I try, like, I was thinking about Badwood's question and I was trying to think about, like, what really helped me get through that. And, and, and I appreciate the comments, Badwood, man. Love you, brother. You have a God of a Greek, or a body of a Greek God, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, just, uh, it was a hard moment, man. I had never went through anything like that before to lose my dad. And my dad, like you guys were talking about, like, we were close, like, he was all triplet, man. Like, we would bust on him. He would bust on us. We would, like, you talked about the the car, um, Francis. Like, I remember when his truck was, like, broken down, he would take that to work and, like, jam the, like, I had a sound system with a big bass. And so he would put rap music and, like, roll up on the construction site, like, going, like, trying to be all cool. Like, he used to tell us he used to do that all the time. And then, like, but what got us through, man, was that my dad was had such uh upbeat, was happy all the time man and i saw my dad go through some situations like i saw him go lose his mom um i remember and he like sung at my my grandma's wedding or i'm sorry her funeral he um like whenever there was like issues between people whether it was the family or the church or whatever like he handled it with such a different way like his faith was so like evident about him and he loved on people like everything that you guys see that my brother and I are and I appreciate all the comments man that you guys made everything that we are is is absolutely a reflection of what my dad was and it was absolutely like again my dad used to preach all the time at church his faith man is what allowed us we grew up in the church and we grew up with my dad not drilling and forcing religion on us but like we wanted to make him proud and we wanted to be in church because he, he, he just bestowed that on us. We used to pray all the time as little kids with the Bible as little kids. Um, and so I think all those memories, man, of, of holding on to that. And honestly, like Francis, like you mentioned, man, we used to go to like after the funeral with we McDonald's and we would just laugh like it was normal life. And whenever you can get the people back to like normal life, like that's really what got us through. Your, you guys' support, man, the two-four down support, the tr- support from church family, the letters, um, it's truly what God is through, man. The prayers, um, the prayer works, man. And, and honestly, I, I don't know what I would have done if it wasn't for the support of you guys. So um, I would say it was definitely the faith. It was the support from you guys, um, and it just—it's not even how did you guys, how did you get through it. It's like how did we get through it? Because like Hat hey, and Francis, you talk about meeting them, but you guys were the ones that really came alongside us, man, and I got through it because I felt the support and the push from you guys to move forward with life, too, and let us grieve the way we needed to grieve, but, and, and I, I'm glad I didn't, like, even when I went through the divorce thing, and we lost my dad, like, I did I wasn't someone that wanted, like, pity, like, I didn't want pity, I didn't need pity to, like, move forward, and, and, and I appreciate the comfort for everyone, but what I wanted was real life. What I wanted was to laugh because that's all my dad was. He laughed all the time. He joked all the time. He clowned all the time. And and to go normal with like was to keep those memories and to continue that, like laughing and joking. And that's what you guys did for us, man. So that one, I appreciate the question, man. I love you guys. Um, uh, but it was, it was all you guys too, man. You guys really, your support. Got you. Yes.
3: Yeah, that was an uh, emotional part for the for whole 24-Down family because you guys meant so much to us. So uh, I think it affected us a, a lot. So I think that's why it's an important, why it's still coming up as questions and, and, and how you guys got through that.
0: Yeah, man, and it was, like, the hardest thing about it, too, is that, like, I always envisioned growing old with my dad, my kids growing old with him. You know what I mean? And that's um, – That's probably the toughest part, you know what I mean, is that, uh, yeah, we get to spend memories and create memories now, but he's not around to experience that, you know what I mean? And, um, and sometimes even now, like, you know, he used to, used to commute to work from PA to New Jersey. And sometimes I'd take that same route to go back home and he, uh, I think about like, man, this is what my dad drove. Like, I wonder what he was thinking when that this very second, when that, when when he was like looking at the same tree. And I think about like signs and trees that were there for like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and he probably saw the same thing. And and to think about like the human body, how it's, you know, it's not the same after you pass away. And, and uh, I think about like, I can go in every single corner of this world and never see him again. Like, it's hard, man. And I can't wait to get to heaven and see my dad and hug him and. But, um, yeah, man, but I'm telling you, more than you guys know, like, the support that you guys gave us and the brotherhood and, and the connection we have, man, you guys are our brothers and you guys are the ones that truly, you know, you guys are the ones that got us through that. So I love you guys and, and you have no idea. How I, I can't thank you enough. I know my brother can't thank you guys enough and you guys are the best, man. I love you guys.
3: Well, we, we right. appreciate you uh, sharing right. for Sure. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's – it's not, I know it's not like a, like an easy topic to talk about. Um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and try and give you biblical advice because, let's be honest, like, I, I, there's people that can give you better biblical advice or whatever. <laughs> you know, the, be, the best I, you know, the best I can say is like, you know, I, I know he's not here physically on earth, but dude, he is. <sighs> I can picture, I can picture your dad's smile looking down on you and your brother both, and what you've done, and like, dude, yeah, like you're gonna have to. I mean, I'll allow you to do this, but like when you get to heaven, like you're gonna have to push me away because I'm gonna be running to get. Looking
0: forward to it,
3: man. I'm looking forward to it. All right, we got. We're gonna let lighten it lighten it up a little bit man yeah
0: um, yeah lighten up man you got me crying on national tv it <laughs> <laughs> might
3: be the first tears uh to shed on this podcast
0: <laughs> i'm not a little girl okay?
3: <laughs> no okay so the next uh couple questions come from buddha i'm just going to go one by one buddha the first one is uh what was the loud banging coming from josh's ceiling <laughs>
0: I'm going to blame that on the two, four up people. <laughs> 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 they're routing this and, and they're jumping around and throwing stuff. At it. <laughs> yeah, right. Right.
1: Let's, let's place, let's place the scene real quick. So this is like the semester that junior and I are living together
2: mm-hmm. and
1: junior's on the top bunk and I'm on the <clears> bottom <throat> bunk. And I think we had, cause you, you could like move the bunks, like up and down a little bit, different settings yeah. or whatever. And we had yours at the very highest it possibly could be. Why because
0: short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
1: cuz you're short. Maybe you wanted to get like further away from me down below like I don't whatever. But like as a result, you're pretty close to the ceiling. Yeah. Now this is also at a time when Carlos is our RA and enforcing rules.
2: <laughs> enforcing
1: rules and and we all love to mess with Carlos. And so as I recall it, um it would be once in a while junior would just start pounding on the ceiling and keep in mind like carlos's room is what like three or four rooms yeah. down from ours so yeah. it's like not that far and like all the walls in 24 down are paper thin anyway so you can probably hear it like all the way down at the end of the hall but definitely you could hear it in his room <laughs> we did it because we knew he could hear it yeah. <laughs> and it would just be this like loud pounding pounding pounding, pounding. <laughs> and sure enough like you'd wait like silent 30 seconds you hear a door open you're like oh yeah that's carlos coming right here you know and he's walking around looking like looking up at the ceiling (laughs) (laughs) eventually you get to our room did you guys hear that (laughs) and i think i think what i remember is junior would always be like yeah, I think it's the pipes or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that was gonna be my second answer. It was like, if it's a, not to do four down guys, it's definitely those pipes at Valley for that <laughs> are haunted or that need work or something. The plumbing <laughs> is horrible. But yeah, man, I remember it was so funny, man. And he was so like investigate, like investigator hat, detective hat, like ready to go and like. Like and I think it was actually pretty cool to see him. Like I got to go talk with like the RA and have a sit down with him and see what's going on, investigate the other guy's rooms or like you like you know. And it was like Hat said, it was loud because and it was so funny to like he would come to our room like you got to hear that and we would be like I don't, I don't know what it is and then like sometimes like right when he would turn around and take like one step out of our door I'd be like <laughs> real quick like and like and like I would be sleeping like Hat said I was so like. You know, he'd be talking. I'm, like, laying down on my bed, like, I don't really know. But like, we're watching whatever, like, Fight Club or whatever. <laughs> and and Hey, soft that's softball. rated R. We didn't <laughs> watch know? that. I mean, yeah, I mean, self-love. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, like, I would be laying down, and then he'd, like, take two, st- one step, two steps out, and then I'm, like, <laughs> and, like, talk, like, I'm, like, yeah, we definitely heard that. Like, it's definitely those parts where, like, the two-foot-down guy's doing something. And now that, like, I think about, like, the whole flag burning thing, like, like I wish I would have done like a hundred times more to, like, to go up there and like bother to put down people. <laughs> but yeah, man, I remember those were good times.
3: I, I vaguely remember a video of, of someone holding you guys doing that <laughs> while you were trying to pretending to sleep and slamming on the doors and stuff. I don't know. If that. if So
1: junior, you might have this video, but I don't remember if it was the time that he pounded on the ceiling, but there was something that we did and we were very loud or whatever. And we knew Carlos was coming. So we pretended to sleep real quick. And there's a crack in the door and all of a sudden like oh, yeah. in the crack of the door you just see like this face like serious face like pop up and we're like <laughs> and then he like <laughs> came in we had to pretend we were sleeping like. i remember that
3: because he came in to talk to you guys about being loud and i might have been holding the camera i don't know i just or maybe just saw it but the camera was peeking through the crack in the door as it opened and as he left he straight made eye contact with the camera, even for like a <laughs> split second, and it made no sense at all how he knew it was there or if he did it on accident, but it was
2: just like really freaky. Yeah,
0: I think that was, and I think Buddha, I think Buddha had another question, right, about like Carl, one of the Carlos moments or whatever, like...
3: Yeah, he said, share some memories of Carlos trying to tame you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was definitely the biggest thing with like Carlos, like I didn't do too much to Carlos, at least from what I remember, like... <laughs> You lived
1: what? with me. You did a
0: lot yeah, to Carlos. Yeah, well that's what I was gonna say. Like I think one of the things is like I really enjoyed seeing Hat and Carlos go at it more than anything. Like, <laughs> like I was like again, I think I was more resolved and a little more required, but I would always speak his mind. Like if it was like, that's like Carlos It's like five minutes after 10 o'clock, like quiet time. Like the cat would always like justify and always have like a reason to go back to the that Like I wish I had my camera more to record like those moments and those discussions. I am like, get him hat, get him <laughs> back. But, <like, laughs> but it was just like funny to see. Like I love Carlos, man. And, hey, me, Hispanic brother, I love you. <laughs> like, he's like, But um, I remember too, I actually have the video of this, man. I have to one day, have to get something going I don't know like a, a, a drive or whatever you guys like I have to get <laughs> some videos in these pictures like when you guys see some of these videos in the pictures you won't believe it but I have um, I have a video and I remember you know one of the things was Carlos was really serious about Quiet Time when it was quiet time when it was quiet time you know and a little creak on the floor he would come out like mm, I heard that creak like but I remember I have the video and I watched it like this week actually um right outside our room you know, we had some chairs there, and Hat was sitting there, it was like, it must have been like 11.30, like midnight. Hat was sitting out there, Yugi was sitting there, Tim Sarajan and Buddha. Like the four of them were sitting there, right? And I think I went to the bathroom, I saw they were chit chatting, it was late. I'm like, I'm gonna get them. So what I did is I got my camera, I got a chair, and, and I started recording, right? And I opened up, uh, Hat and I were rooming together, I put the and we we're all the way at the end of the hallway. I put the chair down and they're like looking like, what's he doing? <laughs> you can tell them, you can see them like talking like, what's he doing? Like, I think he's about to do something. Like, and all of a sudden I put the chair down, I get my camera and I put it on the chair and it's facing like Gouda and then the four of them. They're like looking like, what's going on? And all of a sudden I go back to my room and I slam the crap out of the door (laughs) so loud. I mean, and they echoed so strong. But the funniest thing about it is that I got each and every one of their reactions, bro. Like you have to see their reaction. They're like, (laughs) like you would have thought a bomb went out and that bomb went off. And you got to see Yugi's expression. They're like, I feel like we got to get Yugi's reaction like, um. Tested. You know how they have those reflexes? Like, because like everyone was like, oh, 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 and then like Yugi was like, he was like, oh, and then all of a sudden, like two seconds later, he was like, his body like jerked, like three <laughs> seconds later, it was like such a delayed reaction. I'm like, is this my video camera lagging? No, it's just his body like totally like three second delay reacting. Like it was so funny, but I'm gonna definitely get that second Like I wanted, we have to do a, a episode once where you know how they do like on MTV or whatever or one of those shows where you like have like a video and then you guys talk about it or like do while the videos role playing or like for like those world scariest moments or whatever um we have to do that man so once i get those like videos or and pictures over to you guys we have to have an episode where we watch these videos like rewind them back and talk about it so you guys can see exactly like i have it here but it's probably gonna be hard for you to see We'll we'll
3: now. get to that maybe at some point yeah man <laughs> I,
0: can't, I can't wait to show you guys but it was i remember that but yeah that that must have been one of the things Ricardo's carlos is, like I just liked, uh, but more than anything, I think I'd like to see <laughs> Carlos still at more than anything, but and I Dude. think Hat got me involved with living with him. <laughs> I'll <blame laughs> hat
1: again. I always play <laughs> hat. <laughs> so I completely forgot about that story until you brought it up, but I, like, I, now it's, like, clear as day in my mind, and, and you and your brother both have this, like, you both do the same thing. If you're up to something sneaky, have this look on your face completely <laughs> silent you just kind of walk and you do what you're going to do. So like, literally that's what happened. Like you come out of the room with your phone and you looked at us and we're like, why is junior not in our head? Like at least in my head, I'm like, why is junior not talking? And you go grab a chair. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Put your phone on your chair. I'm like, I, I just complete cause you don't say anything, but it's almost like you're making eye contact the whole time. Like I'm about <laughs> to do something <laughs> like, Oh yeah, that was, that was oh, hilarious
0: for sure. Yeah, man, those were good times.
3: So Buddha also wants to know uh, about the time you slammed him on the floor. I think he's referring to when you guys wrestled and he underestimated you, I think.
0: Yeah, man. So I wrestled in in high school, and I was a little guy. Like, I wrestled 105. My brother always wrestled a little more. He was, like, 130 or whatever. Like fat little, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. But he um, – um, I remember I was, like, wrestled 105, and then, like, the year – that was supposed to be like go up a weight, and I like went down and weighed like hundred pounds. Like, but I remember Buddha wanted to wrestle in something, man. And I had totally forgot about that until he brought it up in his podcast. And then, like, I think I remember <laughs> like, like I I was hoping it was gonna be like a David and Goliath type of situation. Like, <laughs> Lord, please be with me, the Lord of Jacob, God of Jacob. <laughs> and like, like, and I think like I knew I couldn't just like go body to body with them. Like, that dude would snap me like in a second. Like, with a like he could pick me up with his pinky if he wanted to, like, and like I remember, like, I like ah, shoot, I gotta go for like a leg sweep and like trip him or something, and and that was like a wrestling move I used to do, and then like I think I remember going and like thinking, Lord Jesus, please be with me, and then I like closed my eyes and went for the move and God, if Jacob was with me. I took him down, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, man, I I remember that moment, man, and like I remember wrestling. Um, commissioner wolf too i remember wrestling him <laughs> um i remember he got had me in a headlock and uh like speaking of headlocks we will talk about headlock soon <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> coming <jumped>. up
0: <laughs> but um but yeah man i remember that but i actually think buddha got his retaliation without me without telling us too because like if you remember there's a video that i have that like i was sitting on or laying on the uh Iron, the ironing board, the famous two for down ironing board, and yep. it still had legs. And it's like, first of all, like, I think I was like 120. Like, I don't know how the heck I was so light enough to lay on an ironing board without it like, like second. I don't even know why I agreed to like on <laughs> th- th- <laughs> the ironing board. But Buddha had like a running start, and the thing was like that Buddha was gonna run and like belly flap on me. And he took like a three-step running start and like came with all his might and crashed on top of me on Arnie, bro. we both crashed to the floor and like I'm holding my ribs like, like say Buddha, what are you like? It was so funny, but I think he did that out of retaliation now that I think about it. <laughs> but yeah, man, I remember that moment, man. Buddha, I love you, brother. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, he
3: he wants to know uh, what's your favorite Buddha moment as well Was one of those, maybe one of that.
0: Uh, yeah, man, that was, that was definitely one of it because we joked so much and when I was going through my videos, man, I have so many videos. I even told, I texted you guys right before that, I found the Bucking Buddha video. Like, I might have to get his consent. <laughs> 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 we might have to censor some things out. <laughs> but now I don't even know if he was out there, you know, being a pastor you know, I want to be careful, respect him, but, but man, there's so many videos of Buddha pranking people and like laughing. And, and I, what I loved about Buddha is like, he was just like us, like he would dish out the pranks, but he could take a prank too. And you know, on his podcast, I had a question about him, like you know, being scared. And I, he wasn't a punk, like being scared all the time. But I have video of us, video of us uh, scaring him, and I had shared that one of him hiding in his trunk and popping out. And like, I have a video of like hat with uh, the screen mask, uh, and like him on the phone by the entrance door, and all of a sudden just creeping up and scaring him. Like he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> like, like, and then he, yeah, it's so funny because he goes, "Oh!" And then he laughs. He goes, uh, "Like it's so, like you got to see him, it, and it's so funny." But I would say every time man Buddha laughs and then uh, we did that New York trip that you guys talked with Pete and and Buddha. Like that was one of my favorite moments because I remember seeing Buddha like joke with his wife and like you know like I said he just like when I was by my with with you guys I would get so hyper and I think Buddha was hyper and like he said his wife was like 4'11 and she was, she was about to like smack Buddha the whole time because like you better relax and call, like who are you talking to like you know like it's just so funny man like I I, I just remember joking with Buddha all the time but. I would say that the uh, slamming hat through the through the <laughs> two point <laughs> down ground off that ladder was also uh, a favorite Buddha moment. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think it was Sounds
3: awesome. like, you have a lot of favorite Buddha moments.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, just every moment with Buddha is awesome, man, because he's such a good guy. Like you said, he's the godfather. He was like Hat said, like he was one of the ones that came over to us and talked to us, and like, you know, uh, like like you said, we barely knew each other. He wanted to wrestle me and joke like. You know what I mean and like I have video of Hack going around with that screen mask and like pranking people and you see Buddha in the background like so like excited and happy and laughing like he's always just a happy go lucky man and I'm glad to hear everything that he's doing at Yonkers New York and pastoral position and and um, yeah man I miss that dude love it. but yeah a lot of good Buddha moments man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the the next two set of questions. Okay. All right so the the first one um, the first set of questions comes from your twin brother, Mike. Oh. <laughs> so There's he's
0: got. we it in, in group chat. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's got. He's got three questions for you. Um, oh, okay. here we go. His first question, and, and we'll get into we'll we'll do the story now. Um, he wants to know how thankful you are to your brother for saving your life from hat in college.
2: For
0: <laughs> we'll saving my life from hat in college? <laughs> yeah. From,
1: you remember the story? This is the story. This oh, is the- yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I had never had a life near-life-death ex- experience until I met <laughs> hat. Like, all my, my mother, my father, my grandparents, my great-great-parents, my ancestors from the Brazilian rainforest used to pray for protection for me. <laughs> And Hat almost just threw that completely away. So like, and uh, there's something else I have to make a comment, but so just to build the story for everyone, like this was like a time where we all ball tapping each other. And, you know, you know, the chain reaction and like Big Daddy said, like when we slammed Hat through the the floor off that ladder, like just to laugh at people's pain was like so funny. And it was the time of ball tapping. And I remember like Hat was, I think I, I was living with my brother. It was the first semester. And hat, my brother was in on his desk, and hat had came into our room, and for whatever reason, like you know, hat was just standing there, and I saw the opportunity. It was like (laughs) like a light. I'm like like a tar. I'm like, he's wide open, and then bam, brother, I swing at him and I ball tap him, and it must have been at like a very sensitive spot that he's never been ball tapped at before, (laughs) because what happened next was like. Like you can see, he like cringed and like, oh, but then you can see like some anger in his face too. Like he got like angry and then like I'm laughing. And at the same time, man, I have like a bag of mini Oreos because I always just eat Oreos. And I'm like eating yeah, my mini Oreos, like cracking up, laughing. And I'm like, I think laughing on my knees, like cracking up. And like, and then all of a sudden, ha- this is why kids, you don't watch a lot of WWE. Okay. This is why it's only fake, it's not real life. All of a sudden, Pat puts me, jumps on me, puts me in this like chokehold, and I'm like, I'm <coughs> like coughing on my Oreos, and I'm like seeing the light in heaven, like I'm thinking this is my time, I'm going. And then all of a sudden, my brother like gets out like Hat, get off, like you're you're choking on me, and like. And then had and I started like going at it, and there was like Cartsworth going at it, and and then like had and I started going at it, and then I think from my brother trying to break us up, like me and my brother started going at it and it was like and Ryan Frizzo came in and some other people might have come in because we were yelling all that about lungs man it was like a, like again it was like a Royal rumble wWE match about to go down like and I just remember man like had like I like you could have grabbed my head and like tapping. like I was like like I was about to like faint like chat. it was choking me so much but yeah I do gotta give to it to my brother because if he wasn't there, God knows I might be under the ground right now and there you guys might be doing this
2: podcast with my tombstone
1: right now <laughs> so so not that i'm going to justify any of this but let me oh,
2: here we go. <laughs> let me
1: let me explain at least like my mindset of it so like i think if i remember correctly i think what it was was like a you got me so good like you got me so good and then it was your like you're a laugh. Like you're dying laughing oh, while man. I'm in pain. I'm like, no, this is, this is, and I like, I don't, I, I feel like I almost like blacked out for a second. Cause I remember like putting you in this chokehold, which I don't even know how I like got you in that. And the next thing I remember is Mike pulling me off and like you and I were going at it. And then like you said, like, I think if I remember correctly, I think Mike was, yeah. after he pulled us off, he was like, well junior like you did like he was like almost on my side a little bit so then like you were pissed because you almost like died
0: (laughs) and he's like my bags of oreos i think i dropped
1: (laughs) (laughs) it it was crazy but like again that shows like how close we are because we were pissed at each other for like maybe the rest of the night maybe and then by the next day we're like hugging it out like sorry love you and like next semester living together so it's like
0: yeah. that was exactly yeah. it man like I remember even that night like I had crawled onto my bed like I was huffing and puffing and I'm like I was so mad and I knew you were mad and my brother was mad we were all like all very angry but then like I remember you even coming like hey hey man I'm sorry brother like you uh, know you know I'm just saying, okay and like like you said man we woke up and we went like we had classes together we went to class together we got on each other and joked. I, didn't, I probably didn't ball tap you the next day, but <laughs> we, still, we probably joked each other. I think I gave that a little space. <laughs> but, like, we went to lunch and did, like, we did everything. We did, like, each in every day. But, like, yeah, man, like, my brother and I fought a, a lot growing up. Like, we got the fist fight. I remember in high school, we were in soccer, and we – in the middle of a soccer game, man. Like, he told me to guard somebody, and I'm, I'm like, well, you guard him, and then all of a sudden, the dude, that he told me to guard, like, scored on us. He's like, see, and he got in my face, and then I, like, pushed him, and he, like, Smushed my face, and I threw a right hook. He threw a left hook, and and like they separated and like red carded both of us at that very moment. <laughs> yeah, red like, carded
3: for fighting your own team.
0: <laughs> yeah, for and then it's like steep because we went down from like eleven players to nine players in like two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and then like we got reprimand from our coach. But like my brother and I fought a lot. But then we just lived life right after. And that's exactly what happened with Had and Iman. It, it was no love loss. It was just like. You know, we're in the heat of the moment, but, yeah, man, I I, I do thank my brother that the Lord was with him and gave him wisdom to take that off of me.
3: (laughs) My favorite part of that story was the integral part that the Oreos played in it.
0: Oh, my God. That was everything to me. My Oreos? Oh, my gosh. And I was a poor college kid. I did. It took me a lot of money to save up for that. (laughs) They're like three bucks, four bucks a bag.
1: So the so the next question from your brother, and we and we touched on this a lot, so you don't have to go too much into it. Um, uh, you can give a quick answer if you want. If you want to go more, you can. He he wants to know what it was like getting slammed by Buddha on the ironing table.
0: Oh my gosh, brother! I think uh, I'm just happy that I didn't like break my rib cage and my <laughs> diaphragm and like like blood didn't come gushing out my ears. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, 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 it we were laughing at like I just remember it's, like I was rolling in pain, laughing. It was good times, man. Uh, no, it was just good times. Right. I, I wouldn't <laughs> do it again ever. But. <laughs> All
1: right, and your brother's last question, um, and and this is a very fitting question from your brother. He wants to know what do you love most about your brother.
0: Oh man, man, I love that dude. My brother and I are really close. Um, what do I love about him? Um, I love that he let me live with him rent free for a few months. <laughs> no, but I, I, my brother is, uh, my brother is full of life, man. He, my brother loves to, uh, have, you know, just live life and he, he's full of life all the time. Um, my brother and I are, when we talk, like we're always close, like we are very similar in personality and, um, you know, we can always be, when we talk, we have, like, deep conversations, but we're always pranking each other, just like the way you, you and I are, had Haddon Francis, like, when we joke, we get on each other, and we joke, like, he and I are that every single time we see each other. Like, I jump on him, he's laughing at me, he's making a joke about me, I'm making a joke about him, um, but I just love, you know, more than anything, like, I don't know what I love the most about him, but more than anything, I just love sharing life with them, man, because I was blessed, like... Like, I give you credit, had like, you came from Michigan all the way to, like, a PA. I don't know if you've ever been to PA before prior to that, but, like, like you came to college and, you like, and I, I always wondered what that would be like, like, because I always you know, you go to a job, you get butterflies, you go to the first day of school, like, in middle school, elementary, you get butterflies, and I was blessed enough to, like, every scenario in my life, I had someone to go through life with, like, like, to help, you know, Lower that anxiety. We shared elementary school, middle school. We were in the first day of classes. A lot of times we were together. Like college, we were together and we got to room together. Like it really helped with the anxiety. But more than anything, man, I just love him that he's always there for me. He's my right hand. Uh, he's my support at the time. We're, we're crazy close. And uh, he just moved to Florida. So like, you know, we FaceTime all the time now. and We're trying to keep each other accountable for trying to lose some weight. And uh, But yeah, man, I, I just love everything about him. Uh, I love everything.
2: Yeah, well, I, I I can't
1: wait to have your brother on. Um, it's you know because I I love you both, man. Like you, you guys, like you said, like I was I was the. Adopted triplet, and you know, so I, I'm a little dis- I'm a little disappointed because like that was your perfect like that question was your perfect opportunity to say like slam your brother. I know, but I didn't. And meanwhile, meanwhile, every podcast you have to bring up about how I get thrown through a table by Rick <laughs> Buddha. <laughs> yeah, I was right. to
0: think about what to say about. i to think of it. Not-
1: <laughs> no, that's I'm great. Go time. That's great. Um, all right, so the these next two questions this is this is a first in the 24 down podcast believe it or not we have two people that ask the exact same word for word question like i we're nine episodes in now never seen this but i'm gonna go ahead and and read the question this question comes from juge and francis they both say literally word for word they both say did you come from heaven because your beauty is out of this world
0: <laughs> man to be honest with you that's a that's a question that i struggle with since infancy like, <laughs> <laughs> since i was born and I, and every time i look in the mirror man i'm reminded of it <laughs> but i think uh i think the most obvious answer is yes i mean, I mean <laughs> my olive oil smooth skin my great beard (laughs)
3: you're looking radiant today
0: oh thank you i love you man (laughs) i appreciate the question but the answer is obviously yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: all right so uh the next one is from colleen um that's a good question if you could go back to 24 down for one day with all the 24 down there but you were only allowed to do one thing with them what would it be
0: that was a great question, man. That, I'm glad some of these questions came before because I'd be here for like a, two minutes with silence thinking about, shoot, what should I say? <laughs> like, um, so I thought about that, Colleen. I hope you're doing well. I'm in New Jersey too, you know, by the way. Don't you know, forget me, I'm in New Jersey. But um, that was a great question. I think uh, when I was thinking about it, the one thing I probably would want to do is probably set a long table in the middle of two-four-down building and have like a sit-down meal with all of us like in the two four down hallway, just joking and laughing. Cause one, I love to eat. Two, I love to eat with you guys (laughs) and to joke and like go through all the memories. Like when we sit on the podcast, when we sit on a Zoom, like wherever we are just sitting and talking and joking, we're getting on each other, we're laughing, we're joking. And I love, man, the memories of going to the cafeteria and eating as a group, like that was, it reminded me so much of even growing up, like my Brazilian church and my youth group, like, but with you guys, it was so special, man, because we used to just have a true like tight-knit community and joke on each other all the time. And I remember, I remember my brother, like, remember, Samsung used to call us Mexican. He's like, you little Mexican?
2: Like, he's kind of like,
0: yeah, you love Mexican? And then like, I remember like my brother and him would like go at it at the 2 four down table in the cafeteria, like, he said, Yeah, well, you do do head like cafeteria. And then all of a sudden, my brother would be like, Don't take a like, <laughs> 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 like, I remember they would like go at all the time. And then, like, <laughs> and then I remember, man, like, that's why I would never, more than anything, I would just get us around the table. I would eat. So I would say we'd be in the two four down table. We'd eat a meal. We'd joke. We'd laugh. We'd go probably to the two cafeteria to eat, like, dessert or something. And then, uh, and then maybe we'll end it with, like, a with the prayer and like the two four down chant we put Buddha back in the middle get out with a chant and then we'll go home to a pretty wide that uh
3: church. that's that's a great answer because a lot of people expect you to to pick like a something that we would do together like uh like a sport or something but when you said that like I, I pictured it happening again and it really gave me like butterflies because I miss that so much just not even being not even doing something specific just sitting around. Is like what 24 down was all about. It was just literally whoever was in the hallway was like having the best times. Whoever was in the cafeteria with us was having the best times. Like that was awesome.
0: Yeah, Guys, I, I've,
1: have, I've have news for you. Uh-oh. It may not be within the building itself, but that's good. It down. It's well, no, I don't think it, I don't oh, think it.
3: Okay. No, no, the so, building is still up there as far as I know.
1: Yeah. I so know it may not happen in the building itself, but I'm telling you, 24 down reunion that is going to happen again we are yeah. all going to be sitting at a table just i it is going to be the longest dinner of all of our lives and i yeah. cannot wait for it <laughs> yeah
3: I'm, I, the, the the table thing a lot of people refer to that in their podcasts and in their career yeah. because the the table it doesn't seem like much especially from an outsider uh and an objective point of view but like for us it was like We had the, we had like, what was it, like five tables together. It was the only part in the whole uh, cafeteria that did that. And it was like designated for 24 down. Like every, no one sat there. It was the biggest table of all, and no one sat there. And then when a couple people did, we'd walk in together with our twenty-four down group of thirty to forty yeah. people, and then they would get up and they'd be, oh, oh no, and they'd, leave. <laughs> they'd make sure that that we got the table that we were like that was designated to us, and we yeah. it just happened. Nobody was like, we're gonna sit over there. Let's. It just like happened. So yeah. like that's a big like primary in, in the twenty-four down is that table.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I missed that table. I missed that whole time. I and mean, what's funny too is we would always greet each other like. We lived on the floor. Some of us had classes together. But then like we would wake up and we go to class and see each other and like give you a hug, man. I do what's up, but like I just saw you like this morning when you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> like and then we come back to dinner, like it was like three days went by. We see each other again. Like, what's up, man? Like you know, I remember Francis, like Francis you used to have all those secret handshakes out well, there, yeah. you? Like those battle no. handshakes, huh. like
3: huh. whatever, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <I> remember, <laughs>
0: like like <laughs> But I had the brother, I remember like we were the green other no matter if at the cafeteria like and hug each other all the time constantly like that's why it's just truly like a brotherhood man it's truly family and it's it's intimate it's close man but yeah that's that's definitely what I would do.
2: Sure. What's
1: what's interesting to me in a way and we'll we'll continue on with these questions in a second. I just want to bring this up real quick about the whole table thing yeah. and the fact that it is gonna happen again at yeah, the brother. reunion. Whenever the reunion is coming up soon we'll figure it out. But what's interesting to me is at in college, we were doing this, and we were all single guys. Like maybe we had dating relationships and everything like that. But for the most part, aside from a few like Katie, you know, for instance, she was involved in it. But like for the most part, we're married to people that are had no idea. So like, what's it going to be like for them? Because we're all going to be like, yeah, this is great. And I could just see like all of our wives being like. I-. You guys are a
0: bunch of idiots. <laughs> After the sound, is going to inject me with the insulin shot. I don't know. Right in my behind. Where no one is looking.
1: <laughs> All right. So these, uh, this next uh, question, a set of questions comes from Wolfie. Uh, the, the first question, yes or no, is he wants to know, are you guys our identical twins, right? You and Mike?
0: No, man, we're fraternal.
1: Yes, so, and, and that I know will shock a lot of people, because, uh, uh, like, if you look on the surface, you guys are identical twins, like, you you look, like, you guys have your own style each, and you have your own appearance each, but you look very similar, you act, like, like, and you guys are so close, so most people would think you were identical, like, I know, initially, like, before I found this out, like, I thought you guys were identical, you know, for, the first few weeks or whatever until you guys told me so for for argument's sake we're just going to pretend for a second that you guys are identical um and he wants to know if there's limits to your physical alikenesses. for instance do you guys have identical tongues (laughs) <laughs> and have you ever used it to your advantage?
0: <laughs> the <laughs> identical tongue was a little dark. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that. Uh, yes, we have identical tongues. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, we're very similar in stature. We're similar and everything. Um, but yeah, no, we we did we did it once. Like we switched classes once like in high school and I remember going to his class and like pretending to be him. He went to my class, pretending to be me. And he, uh, I remember talking to the teacher, like purposely like raising my hand trying to ask questions and people knew in the classroom, they were laughing and jiggling, giggling and stuff like that. They're just like, ah, oh, stop it, Mike. I'm like, no, use that it. And, like, <laughs> and they like, all of a sudden, like we, you know, I think that was the only time we only did it once. We never tricked a lot of people. Um, that was the one thing we didn't do like we didn't do a lot of that but i'm trying to remember if there was anything oh i like i think even i could have sworn like in middle school i might have like given his name instead of my name like <laughs> oh you're late what's your name again uh michael biera <laughs> <laughs> can let me show your id <laughs> so like um but yeah but yeah man i think more than anything that's when uh I think we're just very similar in stature, similar in our tongue, if you want to see my tongue. <laughs> but, but yeah, man.
3: Um, okay, so the next one is from James Medjeski. Uh, he wants to know if you were embarrassed by your bro pooping on the bathroom floor during or after one of the meetings.
0: Yes and no, I guess. <laughs> so like thankfully I was a commuter at that time. So I didn't have to smell all the stink that all you guys smelled <laughs> during that time. But like like I wasn't there for it. Um I guess like I'm not embarrassing the sense that I'm so used to this dude doing crazy things. Now that was a first <laughs> in my <laughs> twenty plus years of you know being with him at life. Not <laughs> the first of him doing that something that crazy. Um but it was embarrassing because like I think that was mentioned on every single podcast and like (laughs) it's like something everyone remembers and mentions. And I'm like, why couldn't it be like, remember when Mike like did the winning touchdown and got us the trophy or like when he (laughs) scored the winning goal or when he saved that little kid's life from the Phoenixville high school, middle school (laughs) or like, (laughs) no, it's like, remember when Mike uh, put on the floor (laughs) and that's probably where like he and I are different. Like, you know, for 30 plus years now, I've always used the toilet. And he like just goes wherever he wants. He's a wild animal. That's what I'm saying. I'm much more, I'm much more reserved. I would never do that. Yeah, man. But yeah, yes and no, I guess.
1: (laughs) So we got, we got one more question or set of questions from Andrew Kindler. Um, Before, before we get to that, I'll let Francis ask that question. Cause I want to interject and ask a question now based, based off the pooping story. And I just, it's a, it's, a, were you there or were you not there type of question? Cause if you weren't there, then we'll save most of the story for Mike's episode. But were you there? <laughs> were you there at the time that, um, it was either the beginning of a like a school year or the beginning of a semester, one of the two. and, I remember clear as day, Tom Rizzo was coming back from the Buffalo and we're all like, oh, he'd text us like I'll be there in an hour or something like that. And we all decided, hey, like it'd be really funny if we greeted him in a really funny way. And so we we all basically stripped down to absolutely nothing and then like put a sock over our (laughs) junk. Were you there for that?
0: Thank God, no. <laughs> okay,
1: so you don't. Do you
3: know what your brother did at this point? Oh God, that, that was the craziest memory. I, I, I
1: think that was the hardest I've ever laughed. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, I don't
3: think
0: i ever heard this story.
1: We will save this for Mike's episode. Like uh, that's that's in the biz. That's what you call a little podcast teaser right there. So
0: I've never heard that story. This is,
1: man. dude. It is so, like Francis is right. Like I was on the floor, like. Crying. In pain, yeah. laughing so much. I was like heaving, dry
3: heaving. I was laughing. So much. <laughs> Just the visual, the visual of what happened will never lose my mind. <laughs> I, still, I still picture it to this day, exactly how it went down, and I can't wait, Mike, if you're Is listening. I more, get, we have to get you on
1: here.
0: <laughs> even Did more you're, so than than that healing. Now I wasn't there for that either. With you way, healing down like butt naked. Like, way more. Way <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. After after.
1: After we get off air, I'll t- we'll tell you the story, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it as is and let, let the story unfold on Mike's episode. Uh, <laughs>
2: all right, man. <Ben>, sounds good. <laughs> uh,
3: all right. Well, so the last question comes from uh, Andrew Kindler. He says he's, a mar- he, he's married to an identical twin. Nancy is actually an identical twin. Uh, do you and Mikey text and talk every second like my wife and her twin? <laughs> and do you have your own feelings? <laughs>
0: I don't know, Fred. I think we have the same feelings. I don't know, but um, my brother and I do. I mean, I think women talk a lot more than men do in general. So he and I, we, we catch up every now and then. I mean, we uh we've been Facetiming a lot since he moved to Florida, and he um he actually we Facetime, and then we also been trying to keep each other accountable, like I said, for the weight loss. So we text each other all the time. He sends me like funny videos, and he and I are big and like we both relax the same way, like. We like to watch the same type of like sit down, lay down and watch like YouTube videos and pranks and, and jokes and stuff like that. And And so we're like, so we do text each other a lot and we call each other. Sometimes there'll be like a week or two that might go by, but we should stay in touch for the most part. We'll catch up. Um, and what was the second question again? Uh, it was, you have your own feelings. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know. Do I <laughs> when he cries I cry. And when he laughs, I laugh. You know, like he pitch me, he feels it, <laughs> you know, all that great stuff goes. But but um well I mean we're different in the sense that like he's brave enough to like do do on the floor and I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> so, like I guess we're different in those type of feelings, but but yeah, we do but we don't.
1: Well that uh, that's I mean that's pretty much the question segment right there um I'm gonna let you if you have any other stories you want to share I'm gonna let you do that um there's one thing I want to share it it doesn't really fit in with a question it it was more of a story that I wanted to share um and I, I I know you know this but when you left Valley Forge and you were living in the apartment in Drexel Hill that was like that was I was at first I was so bummed out that you weren't going to be back on campus. Like it, it, it like killed me inside. Cause I was like, I'm losing my best friend, like whatever. But we, we like, I, I don't know if we talked about it and decided it was a thing or if it just kind of became a thing. But basically what would happen was a minimum of once a week on Mondays, I would drive all the way to Drexel Hill because you had cable at your apartment <laughs> and I would watch Monday Night Raw. Um I remember you gave me a key to your apartment. In all honesty, I was probably there most times more than once a week. Mm-hmm. like I didn't care. I didn't care that it was a forty five minute drive, and I'm a poor college kid. I was going to see my best friend, and it and it didn't matter and and I know, like you said earlier, like there were part of that was like some dark times for you and everything like that but there was also some at least for me and i'm sure you're the same way there was also some really bright shining moments through that like i as soon as you talked about the the chinese place and the workout center like <laughs> i mean i could picture it yes. i can picture the the, the opening store. the door having yes. to go up the long ass hallway <laughs> all the way up like i mean clear as day like i spent a week there when i got suspended like yeah. it was like my oasis away from campus so it was like I get to go to my best friends like he's got an apartment 45 minutes away like one of the craziest things to me was the first time that I went there the very first time and I don't remember if it was to help you move in or if it, I I don't remember what it was for um very early on and I went there and I drove and the way to get there from Valley Forge is really weird you would have yeah. to like yeah Go back roads, back roads, highway, back roads, back roads, highway, <laughs> yeah. back roads. Uh, it was like, really weird. Like, should yeah. not be able to remember how to get there off the top of your head. I drove there one time. And ever since then, like, I could, I, to this day, I could probably go to Valley Forge Campus and drive to that apartment. Because it was yeah. just like, I think the excitement of everything of being able to hang out with you still um, and just and just be brothers with you still like i will i like i said i know that was a dark time at at times but those those times hanging out with you i will never forget
0: yeah man me too brother and again it's, it's those times man that got me through you have no idea how those times got me through the rough times man and and like not even a lot of people don't even know like when i was living there by myself like and after i separated you know from jen like i actually never slept on the bed ever again until I moved out of the apartment. Like every single night, I fell asleep on the couch and I watched Planet Earth all the time. Like, you know, and I was really lonely at that time, but you have no idea, like when you showed up, man, the excitement that I got, like, and when the up two foot down guys would come down and like, yeah, man, you would travel all the way from, and it was, people didn't realize, it's not 45 both ways, it's 45 minutes each way, there and back, right. like, and right. so, like, and I know sometimes you stayed the night and so like, other times you would go back and, but, like, man, I love when you would, like, stay the night because, like, yeah, I got somebody to hang. With. Like, and it was you and Pat. Like, you know, you're my brother. And just, like, as much as I cleaned my brother. And so, like, yeah, man, those were some good times. And I, I think, were you there when – when I don't know if when it was when I moved in or I was moving out. Like, I had to get the couch in. And, like you yes. said, we had yeah. those long steps and just a little <laughs> narrow door. <laughs> Hold on. Did we,
1: didn't we not be able to fit it through the hallway and we had to put it through the window
0: we had to put and i was on the second floor like, all, oh, wow. like Kat said, i said and i think you were there for me in drexel hill and francis was there for me and i did the same thing in phoenixville when i lived there
3: didn't we like back up a truck and like yes. put off the balcony onto the truck or something like that like moving truck
0: yeah so that was easier so in phoenixville like i lived in in the second floor i think we were moving in and moving out or i, I think we gave the couches to you didn't we but that might have been, been in storage i think I'm trying to remember, Francis. But I remember, I think, Francis, you were there in Phoenixville. I'm trying to remember how you were in the Phoenixville one, too. I don't know. I don't remember
1: the Phoenixville one off the top of my head. That I think it's Drexel Hill, though, because I, yes, I remember yes.
0: you being there. Yeah. But, like, in, in Phoenixville, we drove the SU or we drove the U-Haul truck there. We had bought this – oh, Sandra had bought this crazy, like, you know, we yeah, have regular couches, but at Goodwill, she found this, like, 13-foot, tw- 15-foot-long couch. And we lived at, you know, this little apartment and we couldn't get it through the stairs or through the door. So we got a U-Haul truck, one to pick up the couch from Goodwill. And Francis was there. And I think Tim Sarajan was there. Was this,
1: was this like literally right down the road from campus? Like
0: down the road. By that,
1: by that bar kind of that, like, yes, I was, I was, I, now I remember that one too. You guys,
0: you guys helped me haul that thing. So we put the U-Haul truck, I got it onto the sidewalk like, where it was, like, kind of right underneath my balcony. And, like, I think two of us, like, hoisted it up to one or two people that were standing on top of the U-Haul.
2: Yeah.
0: And then from the U-Haul, you guys helped me get it through the balcony <laughs> floor, through the second floor. I think I did do that twice when, yes. when we got the couch and when we moved out. <laughs> yeah,
1: because you definitely did it in Drexel, too. And then you did it in Phoenixville.
0: And the Drexel hill one was even harder because... Because it was high. Drexel, it was high and it was... It was like a ditch with like bushes, so it, like in Phoenixville, we were able to get the U-Haul truck, get it up to the person, on U-Haul, and go right through. There, I think the maintenance guy had it. It was like a big window, a bay window. He took like the screws out, and he we had to do it like on a ladder, like that was like slanted or tilted or sloped, and we had to get it through and out that way. You were that? I remember. I don't. Time.
1: We didn't. We didn't have a truck to stand on. Like right. all I remember is.
0: And Drexel Hill was hard.
1: I don't even remember a ladder. A ladder makes sense, but I don't remember a ladder. I remember somebody or two people being on the ground and basically, like, pushing (laughs) it up as high as they can. And there was two of us, like – hanging over the balcony like <laughs> trying to not fall off trying to grab the, yeah that's
0: yeah man i definitely owe you guys like when you guys move again like i owe you a moving buddy for sure
1: <laughs> just buy just buy me a buy me a, a buffalo chicken sub from wawa when i oh, get to pennsylvania oh, and then i'll be I good remember
0: every time after 422 man we used to go play soccer at first like <laughs> friday nights and we would every time driving back we'd stop at wawa and get you put i think you're the one that got me on that like the buffalo chicken cheese steak subs and i yeah. eat that until this day like sometimes i come home from work and I, i'm traveling home and Mar's like oh i got dinner i'm like okay <laughs> and then all of a sudden i'm like i can stop at wawa and i get a hug She's like, i just told you i got dinner for you i'm like i know but i need, I need it
3: <laughs> yeah i still pass two hours <laughs> like what's that so I passed two two or three Wawa's on my way home from work. So I, I always have that option. Sorry. I hate all you right. guys. What do you got over there at?
0: Sheets? No, it? we don't have. We no,
3: have 7-Eleven. She- 7-Eleven? <laughs> thank
1: you
0: for coming. Sorry.
1: <laughs> 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 well, Francis, is there anything you want to touch on? Um, if not, we'll, or if you do, or if not, like a- after you touch on your stuff, we'll let Junior close it out with any no, stories. I,
3: I think I'm all right. I, I'm just ready to hear if uh, Junior wants to talk about a story or two.
2: Yeah,
0: man, I'll bring some, I know we're getting up against the clock, but I don't want this to go like three hours, hey, but, you're uh, good, man. but I'll go through real quick. Some of the things I, I got some bullet points that I went through from each of the episodes real quick. So I'll do those real quick. Um, and then I'll close it out. Um, but like D chat, man, I, it was encouraging 28 countries, man. That's crazy. And like, I'm looking forward brother to that book. So definitely get, let us know when that book comes out. I think we said August 13th or something. So, um, his stories were awesome and the healing and stuff like that. Like, I'm so intrigued by all that, like the healing. Like, and I don't you know. I'm not involved in ministry that much and I don't see that much. But to hear it from someone that you know is like someone you knew and who's authentic was awesome. Um, so he- our D-Shat brand, Adonis started Amor de Cristo. At least I tell him that all the time. But I forgot to ask him that on his thing. Next time, D-Shat. Um, kindler brother thank you for your service man it was crazy listening to some of that and some of the fear he had and but his how strong he was in his faith um, and his interview with his girls hat that you did was awesome and <laughs> that was awesome um, I don't know if kindler remembers the service with kindler was I remember I think I was graduating and and a lot of people had left it was me kindler Raven Carrie And I think some other big, Francis might've been there. Like we all like, since it was like the last day we were graduating, we knew it was like the end. Like we all stood in that hat. It was our old room. And we like started crying. We did like a group hug, man. And I remember crying and like with all of them. And like, that was such a deep moment that I never forget because I'm like, dang, this is like the end of it. And that like, that was, that really hit me hard because I'm like, this is going to end the two for down. This is it. You know, like at least building wise, you know, but, uh, but I remember that moment. up, and I was crazy laughing. man, I we gotta go piss, go piss. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> I was laughing so hard when uh, Matthias Matias or when he called Matias radio today during the group chat, he kept calling him radio. I'm like, I get it. That's where it was great to be up. and then Buddha, when he was going through his um when he was going through his six month process for being a youth pastor, that was crazy. Um I was going to mention something about Buddha. Um, Oh, that, I don't know if Pat remembers. When we went to that Yonkers, we went to Yonkers, New York, and we were at Buddha's church. And I don't know if Buddha remembers. and this is no reflection on Buddha's church and the congregation, nothing like that. But I wonder if like Pete or if if, uh, Nate or my brother, they remember, or even Buddha, if you remember. I remember they were doing the offering plate, and they were sending the offering plate and it came through our row. <laughs> the offering plate came, and none of us put anything in. Maybe were a poor guy, like, and there was this big guy holding the, uh, the uh, offering plate, and he goes, hey, Buddha, your friends, they're, uh, they're cheap. <laughs> 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 Hi, do you remember that? When we went to Yonkers, we were at Buddha's church, and like, again, Buddha, I love you, there's no reflection of Yonkers' Assembly of God or, the, or the, even the person, but I was telling him, we were at the church. And we were all sitting in an aisle together. And Buddha, I think, was at the end. And they passed the offering plate <laughs> down the line. Do you know what, happened? what yes.
2: happened?
0: Yes. What happened?
1: So from my, my recollection, like, we didn't put money in. And we got, like, scolded almost. <laughs> Not, like, scolded, but, like, looked down upon.
0: Like. Yeah, well, the guy was, like, he said, hey, Vincent. So your boys there, the cheap? <laughs> or you know, like you got some cheap friends? Like I never forget that. Not that because that was like a bitter taste in my mouth. That didn't, nothing like that. I just always thought it was like funny. I remember Buddha turning to us like, "Hey man, now he's joking. He's joking." And he was very well could have been. I think he definitely was for sure. But I just never remember that. I, like I always never forget that because now when I'm at church, like I put my credit card in if I don't have cash. I put I put a stick of gum in if I have to. <laughs> no man, but I always remember that as a good as a as a funny memory um man i had so many things written down for uh, buddha but I'll, I'll come back to that uh big daddy i thought his man how vulnerable how honest how raw he was man on his on um, his podcast again i didn't get to know him that personal or, or that personally but um i think he needs to write a book too man I've, over everything that he was the way he was expressing himself of the hurt that he went through ministry but he had a lot of good things to say um so man i definitely you definitely have to get that preaching video too that you said you can't find um big daddy you definitely need to do that um and then when brother when i was listening to his podcast and he was talking about like the credit application and like amy miller like i was like it was like i had my headphones on it was like me watching a soap opera like my face was like like i, could, I was like thinking about like where it was gonna go and like you know nothing nothing bad again on big daddy but like it was such a crazy story like I, I did, I did not see that coming on this podcast, but, like, um, but, again, not nothing against him on that, but it was just – it's, like, it did, not entertaining. That's all. Um look Big Daddy, man, you had a lot of uh, good things to say. I definitely think you need to write a book. His freaking impression of of Andrew, of Kindler, catching that ball, the softball, like, and how you mentioned, like, angels in the outfield type of moments. Like, man, that thing was cracking me up. Um Francis, man, I remember Francis' wedding. I know we were in Francis' wedding. That thing was, that thing was so much fun. Um, and I always think about Francis and Monkey. of like, I always think of them as like, Greece and the pink ladies, like, or like T-Birds and Greece, like, cause you guys are just so cool and so smooth. <laughs> Katie was like always a two, four down girl. She was like a pink lady. And, and Francis was like one of the T-Birds from Greece. And so I always, I always remember that. And you guys were talking about Matias and cutting hair. like. I have the picture, I think it was Matias that did it, that didn't he carve out two four down on your uh, beard? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah he Matias, did, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I have those pictures that I definitely have to circulate for you guys. Um, Matias, I hope you don't have COVID-19, I'm praying for you. <laughs> that test <just> was <is> crazy. <laughs> I love you, man. Everything that Matias went through, like his, his crazy stories, man, um, and his deten- working at the detention center. Um, but let me see, just make sure, man. Uh, nothing else. But I have so much other things, man. I'll do another episode. Um, we'll have to go through this. But like, you know, I remember hat with his it. <laughs> like had had what pounded. We were all at event and had. I think you. Know, I don't know if you were like tipsy or what. But like, <laughs> <everything I> was, <laughs> just passed. <laughs> just passed
1: that. <laughs> T- tipsy's an understatement.
0: Everything I'm, I'm he would say. i like, <laughs> <"Hey>, guys. Pounded. go the
1: bathroom. The bathroom you quick. guys you got you guys had it was um was it wine or champagne it was one yeah, of I the two no, I think you, it guys was had, you
0: guys had so much there <laughs> and i was just like was like oh yeah i mean <laughs> oh man um yeah man i have so much videos i have to show you guys i have videos of you guys like running in the snow like in the middle of a snowstorm like i have to circulate like, all this um I always remember the like homo say what, <laughs> like, and then we were just like purposefully say like what, <laughs> like, like all those things, man. I just remember all those kids. I remember the airsoft thing that you talked about. Like we were trying to brand the two four down, and, like, and I remember it being such a rush. Like you're like, should we go do it? <laughs> and I remember like we saw how much pain you were. Like my brother was like, nah, this is stupid idea. We <laughs> <laughs> like that. that's all right <laughs> um man i think that's it but like i have the video of rizzo wrapping um uh oh one more two more things and i'll cut it short man then i'm done you're good man um i remember you guys were talking about Josh Lee and White Chocolate and they're fighting, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, no, you, you hit me with this part, though. You mean the padded part? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but I don't know if you guys ever remember, like, I always remember us, man, whenever something happened to one of us, and hat on another day, we have to talk about the Donovan and the Tim Hice story, like, <laughs> oh, man, and like, all that stuff. But um, I remember, like, anytime anything happened, like, when we came back from 300, like, When we saw that video, we're like, "Spartans!" Like we're ready for battle, for like two more down, up, and to go after the people. But I remember when you guys said Josh Lee and White Chocolate, it triggered me about Sam. I think it was Samsung. Do you remember? Like I think we were in the hallway, and I think Samsung was doing something silly, like going up to people and doing something. And there was a guy that lived across. I think Francis across your room. And I think he went to Samsung and he smacked them because he like, he's somebody that that couldn't take a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were like, all ready to pound on this dude. Do you remember that?
3: Yeah, you did. I remember that, actually, because he told us and we were like, no. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think we were there. Some of us were even there. And like, we were like, I think we all were like running after the dude. And, like, Samsung, man, is dude, that dude is a, a good guy, man. He was like, no, 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 it's all right, man. It's okay. Like, he was because... But like he didn't let us like you know go after the dude. But I I forget what that dude's name was like Joshua. I don't even know what it was. But I remember I was being so hyped man, ready to go after that dude. Like
2: dude, that's I'm getting
1: I, not to cut you off man. I'm getting chills because I f- completely forgot about that yeah. and and the the just the like the reaction of like how like don't mess like with one of our brothers and yeah. and just that's how tight we were like yeah. it didn't matter like it, you do something to one of us and you've got a group of people to answer to
0: yeah man and I think that's what we were always so my outro song man so the cutting shirt like like my outro song was like is I always like strings and orchestra like I've always loved that and I found like a remix of a 300 violin it's called like 300 violin orchestra and a 300 like and clips from 300 so like I know I to gonna play that like this this podcast but like you guys have to listen to it man because it gets me hyped like every time i listen to it because i'm like we were always ready for battle like during the the flag burning moments during the um during the uh you know uh, heated moments of like softball games and football games and soccer games you guys talked about the two four down versus vfcc team and stuff like that man so like we were always like there for each other man and you, you did something to someone else and we were just all ready to like you know, uh, just go to battle for each other. But, but yeah, man, that's—I don't know if you guys had anything else for me or anything. Uh, uh, but I,
1: you know. I mean, the the only the only thing I guess I can I can touch on it really quickly, and this is just to go on top of your having each other's backs. Like I know I know you brought it up just to give everybody like the quick version of, of the 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 Tim Heist Donovan story. And we, can, <laughs> we can go into detail later on in another podcast, but essentially we went a bunch of us went to play indoor soccer and somehow I don't remember exactly who was on the teams, but there were teams set up and it ended up Donovan and Tim Heist and what was it, Melissa. Was that as yeah.
2: mm-hmm. they
1: were on one team for sure. And I know me junior Francis, you were there for that too, right? I think so. Yeah. I have, I I have a fond memory, but yeah. And like a few of us were on the other team. And you guys know me like I, I, like I was with Carlos, I'll just speak <laughs> my mind. Like I, I don't care of the ramifications. I'll just speak my mind. Well, Melissa, like I was just nonstop, defense stopping Tim every single time, and he was getting pissed, and it came to a point where Melissa came up and was like, <laughs> "You need you're, you're hacking my boyfriend, blah, yeah. blah blah blah." And I didn't say anything to her. I looked at. <laughs> I looked at Tim, and I said, next time you want to let your girlfriend fight your battles for you, let me know that you can't do it yourself, or something like that, right? (laughs) Just because I was like, I wanted to agitate, (laughs) (laughs) and so this was during a break, and the second half, or whatever, started, literally, no joke, like, wasn't even involved in the, in the play as, as off the kickoff, Donovan comes and just trucks me because
0: like true trucking brother. Like, yeah. Like
1: my, I, to this day, one of my knees is still like messed up because of that day. But the, the coolest thing was like, here's Donovan who's our ARA who we're all like supposed to be close with. And everybody that was like on my team and even some of the people on the other team, all, right in donovan's oh face gosh, right gosh, away I mean, like man. like yeah, how yeah. dare and, and and so as junior was saying like with the samsung with, with you know any other story if somebody like crosses one of us the wrong way we are a brotherhood and we have each other's back not not in a gang mentality yeah we're not, exactly
0: we're not exactly. Going out
1: looking to like yeah. beat somebody up but listen if you mess with one of my brothers you need to explain yourself me and all the rest of us and yeah man i
0: I remember that man i remember my brother and i we only went up to like donovan's belly button but we were were right up in his face but we were all up in his belly button no but yeah man i I definitely agree with that for sure i I remember a
3: story a quick one of uh something similar where we i don't remember any of the logistics of the story at all i just remember someone had beef with someone at uh the local mcdonald's and we like loaded up a few cars and oh, just like trucked familiar. into the mcDonald 's
1: dude, I remember this it was wolfie it, I, yeah, wolf yeah, yeah. it was it wasn 't even know. like he didn 't have beef with somebody at the mcdonald 's i don 't think if I remember correctly, it was I think it was wolfie, and we had heard like he got in the like in a fight with somebody in the parking lot, oh, yeah, and yeah, somehow yeah. it got back to know. us. And the next thing you know, there's like 18 cars showing up <laughs> in this <laughs> parking lot or whatever it was. Yeah, bro. Dude, we're, all whip at
2: we're all out our skateboards. We're all like skating in
1: a parking lot,
3: just like trying to intimidate them. A bunch of 120 pound people. Because no, it was I like,
1: that. I think it was like three or four like punk kids. I think it was a fast food, maybe Wendy's McDonald's, whatever yeah, it was.
3: Right, it was, whatever, it was whatever. And they were
1: like, like saying a bunch of like stuff, trying to be like all cool Two, I think it was Wolfie and maybe like one or two other people. And yeah. they were outnumbered. So they came back to campus and told us about it. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, we're going to go outnumber these
0: guys. I remember that, bro. Like, we definitely got to get Wolfie to definitely talk more on that for sure.
1: Dude, from my recollection, I think it was to the point where, like, rather than drive carpool together we were all like no let's make this look as intimidating as possible <laughs> everybody who has a car drive your own car
2: <laughs> yeah, like, sad, we never
0: were trying to be tougher and like you know we never walked around trying to be tough on campus and trying to be gangster and, and you know nothing like that It just like man it really triggered something in us because we were really brother like i remember that something would happen to my brother like i would be want to be right there next to him and like and like that's that's just all there was it just it, we were family we wanted we were protective of each other well you that know, was we, the oh, thing
3: the thing about 24 down is we just didn't care like we we were so concerned with like what we were doing and just having fun that like we just didn't care what people thought of us so like it really didn't even ring a bell and people were like you guys are probably smoking and drinking and <laughs> we're just like how about let us just have our fun and you know yeah but like man. that we were close so like when someone tried to like get in the middle of that we were like mm, that's where we draw the line
0: yeah man i just thought uh, there was two things real quick that popped in my head when you were talking about soccer and battling and fighting so the first thing is francis i remember us all going to and i I'm, yeah you were definitely there when we went to your house to go paintballing like that was one of the funnest moments man too that I always remember I remember hanging out at your house and I think that was the first time I, ma- I met ma- Mama Karen like yeah. and like and like and I also wanted to say man I want to take this opportunity too like in February I know I think it was February right that I think your grandpa your grandpa passed away man and yeah I, and I unfortunately wasn't able to make that man and I, I still to this day like I still like kick was, like and I wish I was there because I know you guys were there for me there were my dads and I, I know all of us a lot of us probably wish we could have been there but man my condolences again to you and your family I know your grandfather was close to you man and close to heart to you I knew he was somebody special a war veteran like so much respect for that man man and then the way that you guys admired him and he admired you guys and so again man uh, may he continue to rest in peace may he continue to be remembered awesome awesome gentleman. but I remember I man, I really man, do. I remember me and Mama Karen and paintballing. I, I have the picture. Again, I'll circulate like that. All of us have paintballing. <laughs> like, I have the pictures of it, so I'll send it your way. And, and then lastly, hi, I remember we talking about soccer. We went used to go to the 422 complex, but we also used to go to the KOP. Remember that KOP center?
2: Yeah, that was with the... We
0: were all on a team. Remember that? For the V. Yep. Um, Bible study and I still have my jersey like I still, I still wear have it. mine I it doesn't fit jersey. on me but I still have it <laughs> <laughs> I can't worry but it's like it's all it's like, but uh, like, <laughs> I remember like how much like we. every time any of us scored man we would get so hyped and then I remember how, we were rooming that time like I think that we were still rooming together and then like I remember I gave you an assist and you scored and we went like crazy man we were like yeah we were hyped and I, I wanted to score so bad from an assist from you, like, and I remember you had, like, given me a pass, and it was, like, a beautiful, like, volley pass. And I hit that thing, like, Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo, like like a professional soccer player, brother. And I was like, this is going in, and I'm, like, about to celebrate, and this goalie makes, like, a crazy, amazing save and, like, steals that glory from me. You know? And And I never – I don't think I ever scored that game, but I just remember the excitement of us wanting to score and, like, and I remember Francis and Yugi, and um, there were a couple of people on that team, man, um, from all of us, because it was all two, four down people. And, and Jacob had some people from Antioch Church, too. And I remember, us, I, remember I think someone was fighting above, too. But I think other times I remember it's like. Yeah, I remember being insane.
3: quite terrible.
1: No. Really? Well,
3: yeah, our Why, team. You mean because
0: we lost all time? Our,
1: our team, yeah. Our team, because <laughs> we were in a really high league. But yeah. if, if but I'm that's gonna
0: why say, we got so excited when we scored. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if I if I'm gonna say something about our soccer team and our floor, um, and and I wanna I wanna give a few things out. So like, if if Buddha is the godfather of 24 Down, which I think we can all agree,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: and Francis and Katie, they're the the power couple of 24 down because i think they're the only 24 down couple that's still around (laughs) you know um uh, francis and gene like i was okay at soccer you and your brother junior and mike you guys were pretty good at soccer francis and gene were the superstars of soccer and as far as our floor
2: went Hands down. Absolutely.
0: And I was cracking up when you were doing your podcast and asked, because ha, I had asked you the question like on a two v two, what would you do? Like, how would you marry, like be my brother? Who ha, I did you in heist, right? Yeah. Was, <laughs> and then, like, who was it, Majeski and Mikey Edwards? Like, oh, I want to say something real quick. Majeski, I love you, brother. And I actually had no idea that he had a brother that had passed away. So like, I know, I know Majeski is someone that you can, you can disting, he can things out and he can take it. But like I actually I think I was actually the one through that group chat that created that whole Mikey Edwards and Majeski brother thing and, and the and the um the father, uh, Don Myers being the father in the Trinity. Like is so it like you said, like I remember him saying like I regret ever asking like it was Mikey Edwards, but but like I know again, I know he can take it, but man, I had no idea that he had a brother that that, he, that passed away, man. So again, my condolences and I, I never knew that, but uh, love you, Majeski. Um Oh, what was I gonna say? Shoot, what was I saying?
3: The uh, so soccer the teams that you created for my podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. So we're talking about the two v two. I was cracking some so much when Francis said, "Well, like uh, I, I lose all the time in wrestling. I might as well lose it in the soccer tournament too, bro." He sounded so bitter. I was laughing so. Much. And then I was watching the 2 for down YouTube videos. So, again, if you guys want to see it, go on YouTube, 2-4-Down without a space. And I was laughing so much. And you can see some of Francis' wrestling. And I think I watched the videos. I'm like, Francis didn't win any of those matches. He's like, I lost the, two, the wrestling videos. I might as well lose the 2v2. I Still just remember and his brother are the best.
3: <laughs> I remember we went independent. Uh, like interviews and they were like just say something about what you've done and what what you've tried to accomplish and in the interview i was like first thing i said was like oh man i, ha- I haven't won a match yet but it's like, the worst way to start it
0: i think you won on your wedding though would not give you the belt on the, yeah the uh, wedding.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> he's so bitter <laughs>
1: So when we do when we do the reunion, we'll do a 24 down like reunion as well, a wrestling reunion as well, and we'll just let Francis win every match. <laughs> that, was
2: a,
0: that was an
1: honorable mention t- title that was.:
0: <laughs> No, I, I was laughing so much to the time man, but but yeah, man, I know we're like already more than two hours long, so I, I, people are never going to watch this episode because
3: it's watch it. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, close us out then if you want some final yeah, words: let,
2: let me. You know,
1: let me, let me, let me do one thing before you give us our final words. And I'm just going to give our, our little weekly plugs and then I'm going to let you give the final word. So if you got Twitter and you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at 24 down podcast. You want to email us for any reason, 24 down podcast at gmail.com. Check out our store frontier page, storefrontier.com 24 down. You could get one of these sweet shirts. If you're watching on the YouTube page, here it is. Uh, I
2: speak- right here. It's <laughs> <ink>. <laughs> Speaking
1: of the uh, YouTube, we have a YouTube page now. Uh, it's a little bit hard to find, probably because we don't have that many videos or views yet. Uh, but I did post it in the Facebook group for the podcast, 24 Down Podcast Facebook group, which reminds me to tell you guys about the Facebook groups. <clears throat> 24 Down Podcast has a Facebook group. You can like it figure out everything that's going on then we also have a a private group of 24 down group that if you were in 24 down associated with 24 down get at anybody in 24 down and there's a chance they're in there we want to get everybody in there it's a place that we all just are able to communicate so those are your avenues to get a hold of us um francis you got something
3: yeah, so uh, this weekend I think we might be coming out with an announcement for the 24 Down podcast, uh, Andrew Kenler and I. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, it'll be, I think, in video form on one of the Facebook pages. So Cool.
1: And with that, Junior, I will let you close this episode out, man. And and before you close it out, let me just say I love you, brother.
0: I love you too, man. I love you, I love you, Francis. I love you, Juge. I first wanted to say that I'm firstly offended that you guys have the cool backgrounds of two Four down podcast and two Four down floor. Why I have like candles and flowers in my seat. So you know, a head up, a heads up would have been nice.
2: It? <laughs> I wouldn't say
0: at least a little Blake wall or something. <laughs> no, man. Um, uh, listen, I love you, man. I love you, Francis, both you guys, man, you guys know how, how deep of, uh, of, uh, just friendship a brotherhood that we have, man. And I cherish all, the uh memories that i have with all you guys in two four down you know no matter if it was one moment two moments ten moments um and and i just wanted to say that uh, i really enjoyed all the past that, man like you said man this podcast is really taking off and i really appreciate you man, putting this together going with it, and francis and all, all the other guys that are buddha that and kimber that are involved um and i look forward to that reunion for sure like when colleen asked me that question it's really because it really is what i desire man i can't wait for that and It's what I envisioned, and it's it's what I can't wait for. Um, And, again, if you guys haven't been on the podcast, absolutely get on here, man. Get a slot. uh, Buy a T-shirt. got to buy a T-shirt, too. I've just been so cheap. But i got to buy a T-shirt, buy a hat, buy a onesie. Um, But, listen, uh, the two-four down, man, I I don't even have words to explain how significant it is to me. Um, And, again, the most important thing that I take away from the brotherhood is, All the times that you guys helped me get through life, man. Seriously, you guys helped me to continue with life. The whole reason I smile and the whole reason I'm laughing on this podcast is because of you guys. Um, The brotherhood, the memories, um, I'll never forget them. And I'm looking forward to just continuing to make a lot more memories together, man, in the future. And continuing to stay connected, grow old together. Uh, beer bellies. Everybody get your beard game up. I see Francis. You see mine growing. You see Hatch growing. Freaking Pete, man. I'm so mad at Pete. Pete. He has a full grown beard that's like over here, and I'm so mad because if you see like my beard grows down here, like my my wife I think calls me like a Hasidic jew like but I can't like like I can't grow anything on my cheek, and I was so upset when I saw like Majeski and Petes, they have this like full grown hair, I'm so jealous. but anyway, this has the point you know this is why you don't put me on podcasts because I can but um but listen, man, I love you guys and thank you for the support through my dad. Um, and as much as I hate to say the word, but the word, but thank you for the support through the divorce. Uh, thank you through the support. Um, even now, I actually, I went through a rough time just recently that I didn't mention, but you guys got me through it and it came exactly at the time that we did the first zoom. And it was like, man, I was like, man, God is so good, man. It just, um, the next time I'm on, I just definitely want to talk more about my faith. Uh, but let's definitely, all of us, man, make sure you keep your foundation strong in God. Um, make sure you pray. If you haven't prayed, make sure to read the Bible. Our foundation was our, our spiritual life, man, and, and Christianity. Well, not Christianity. That's our relationship with God, man. It's just as important as our relationship with each other.
2: Only uh, so definitely,
0: I want to me. throw that out so there. Uh, but thank you, Hat. Thank you, Francis. Thanks for heart. my first time being on the podcast, yes. man. But I love you guys, man. God bless you guys. Till next time.